welcome. Coming to you from inside a blockbuster, I'm Josh. And I'm John, and I got some Dunkaroos and a two liter of Surge. Nice. Classic. But this is the Geek ETC Podcast, where we dive into all things you can geek out about. Welcome back again. Happy to be here. Howdy, fellow. Howdy. How's your week been? It's been good. I, uh, a little training here and there, a lot of working. Flew some cool drones the other day. That's about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Really. How's that drone uh, stuff going? The first person view is pretty, it takes a, it takes a second With to get that, used to. Are you just looking on a little screen like a Wii U? No, no, no. It's like an actual. Are you got like a VR headset or whatever? It's like proprietary to that drone. Well, yeah. The Arvada or whatever it is. And it, it makes me look like Owlman from uh, The Watchmen. Oh, the right. Night Owl or whatever. You got the thing and it's got, it's a entire eyepiece and it's actually got a touch screen on the right side of it. Hmm. So you can like drag down and stuff. Oh, it's just like capacitive controls that can mm-hmm. be mapped to the side of the thing. Yes. So you can turn on like, cause one of the modes is like head following mode. Yeah. So like you can so turn. So whenever you turn your head, the camera pans and tilts to follow with it. And then it's got a thing that looks like a digital thermometer, like the gun looking one. Okay, and yeah. you use that to control where it's going, and then there's a th- the trigger for the throttle. Is it a <clears throat> like a gyroscopic control yes. with the motion? Yeah, where you yes. tilt it back and forth like yes. a Wiimote. Which I didn't learn until later, because I was just doing it with one hand, but it actually is way more intuitive if you like hold it with two hands like you're a fighter pilot with like a stick. Like, a, like an Atari joystick? Yes. Nice. So... That was pretty wild. That's pretty cool. I know you sent me that. Was that the one you sent me that picture of? Yeah. The $10,000 drone you were flying? <laughs> yeah. Or more. Or more. It's probably more than that, And honestly. it didn't look that big. No, it's small. Yeah. It looked like it's a It's like a turtle mode where like if you, you just drag down the headset and then hit turtle mode and it was like goes and flip back over. Oh, if it like got flipped over? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's pretty. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh. Uh. In the realm of uh, small flying things or flying things in, in the skies. Yeah. Um, we just had, it was yesterday, as of recording today, recording on a Thursday and yesterday, Wednesday, um, they had that uh, UAP Senate hearing. That's right. Where uh, Dr. Kirkpatrick uh, came and talked to uh, Senator Gillibrand and some of the other uh, senators and stuff about his... Uh, department uh, Arrow, which stands for the All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office. Can we just can we just like get rid of acronyms altogether? Because uh, that's the government. All, loves all the government that. does. Yeah, there are oh three other agencies. Well, this one's more. Josh, this was like I know. I'm just saying that's where it started. Oh, what? they you know don't confuse our listeners. You know, well to confuse them even more, All Domain referring to the fact that it could be land, sea, or sky. So any anomalous. Uh, objects or things that you know are detected or seen or witnessed in any of those areas they're tasked with trying to figure out what it is interesting yeah um i don't feel like there was you know everybody's hoping to hear one of these uh hearings and then they like show some new footage that is mind-blowing and you know like changes the world or they say yes we've got definitive proof that you know, this exists or whatever. Or somebody unzips their skin suit. In in the Senate hearing. In the yeah. Senate hearing. Yeah. They're like, gotcha. <laughs> you guys are on punks. <laughs> I'm a reptilian. They are real. Um, because we've had certain people, uh, 
one particular guy researching this, Chris Mellon, has stated that uh, he's been like shown proof and stuff that the government has videos of UAPs or UFOs or whatever you want to call them that are like very, uh, very drastic, very shocking. What mm. what they show that it's some like really crazy footage that they have, but of course they can't show it for whatever, they won't show it for whatever reason. It's just like a, a 15 year old that had like a PowerPoint presentation and like they learned how to animate it, you know, and it's oh, just yeah. like a, they create like a little UFO I coming did that in, back in the day. And like a clip art lightning bolt striking the Capitol. Yes. We got to be careful of the Glenathids or whatever. <laughs> Zerathius. Zerathius. <laughs> See our last episode. Yes. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I mean, there was one little video of an orb from Afghanistan that, uh, from 2022 that they showed, but it wasn't super crazy. I mean, it, it, they couldn't. They, well, they, they didn't show the one from Mosul, which I was hoping they would, cause that was apparently they've got some still shots of that. Oh, the, the bigger orb. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So I saw the screenshots of that one, but I, this was a different video and, and you know, it's just an orb flying through the sky. But again, it was from last year. So they, like there's no real way to identify what that is. Unlike the uh, like Colombian supermodel lady who was like in her single engine Cessna or whatever. And oh, she yeah. saw that awesome. Like she, she has that video of that super interesting silver metallic silver object. metallic thing that looks just like the gimbal footage from like the, you know, yeah. the fighter pilot, whatever his name is. Um, yeah. Like his footage. It looks like the exact same thing except it's sideways. Yeah. The outline of it like matches up almost exactly. Yeah. Well, just, uh, put um, photos of that on uh, Instagram in our show notes post whenever this episode comes out. Um, so check our Instagram uh, at geek ETC podcast to see those photos. Um, but yeah, like it, there wasn't really anything mind blowing per se. So, you know, always hoping for more, but isn't that kind of silly that it's like, Oh, it's nothing mind blowing, even though it is like more than we've gotten in a long saying, time. That being said though, I am, I, I, on the flip side of it, on the other hand, I am extremely ecstatic that these Senate hearings are even happening. You know, a number of years ago, the thought of this was way out there. And I love that they're destigmatizing this and have departments specifically to investigate these things. So then I'm hoping that they will find something. Wouldn't it be interesting, like, how long until we see, like, a, a pop culture, like a, a Marvel movie or something like that, where it's not S.H.I.E.L.D., right? It's like, get on the ground, Arrow! <laughs> you're the alien, like, you know, instead of Men in Black, you mm. know? I see what you're saying. Oh, right. We're from Arrow. Get on the ground. That sounds like a Marvel, like, acronym that they came yeah. up with. Like, totally you does. know, like from a, you know, off-brand X-Men or something like that. Right, a a segment of the Department of Defense that goes unnamed, Ooh. except to the people you know who know stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that happening, and we'll find out. But yeah, other than that, not much, not much going on in the UAP world at the moment. But you, you never heard know. It here. You heard it here. No UAPs out there, guys. Right. Um, have you uh, seen or heard anything about the Creator Clash? Well, obviously, as like a D and D player, and like I enjoy Critical Role, the the the, the live play D and D podcast yeah. slash game that uh, is Matt Mercer, Marisha Ray, and Travis Willingham, and Laura Bailey, and all them are in. So with Marisha fighting in it, I I didn't watch it, but I I was like, oh, I wonder if she won. Right, she didn't. 
she did not win. Uh, but yeah, I was going to mention that that I I watched through a handful of the fights. Yeah. Um, some of them were better than others. Some of them were kind of. I mean, a lot of these people, you know, aren't obviously no. aren't professional boxers or fighters in any way or anything. Um, there was uh, one guy, John Hennigan, who has been a professional wrestler, like WWE wrestler, okay, for. A long time and is uh so obviously or, or he he's he's very athletic. he's very athletic and, and and fit and he went up against uh harley morenstein the epic meal time dude okay who he's like six five and like 200 something pounds. he's a big dude yeah and he was one of the crowd favorites from last year and so they went up and john just he kind of destroyed harley it was it was kind of sad i mean he put up a fight but he he just kept like there's so much pressure from Hannigan just on him. He just kept, kept getting on. And he had like the stamina and again, the athleticism from WWE and all that stuff. So mm. yeah, he, he gave it to him and ended up winning by TKO. So okay. he didn't actually knock him out or anything. There were a lot of TKOs. Well, um, I imagine they, they step in pretty they, early. And, and, and a lot of these people, once they get a little hurt, they're like, I'm I'm done. Yeah. I don't want to fight anymore. You know, they, they don't have that drive to push through the pain to, you know, go till you get knocked out kind of deal. Listen, crown. Okay, you have to make us famous so that we get invited on there, so I can fight in. in the I, I thought clash. about that as I was watching this. I'm like, man, I want to see John be in the creator clash against some of these guys. That would be funny, wouldn't it? I, um, like but it's not just be boxing, be MMA. Oh yeah, if it was MMA, I'd, I'd be way more happy. Yeah, yeah. So you could take him to the ground. Oh, it's over. Yeah, much, much, much happier there. Have, have you ever watched Rough and Rowdy? It's it's that a bar, it's bar, familiar. barstool sports. Are you familiar with them? Yeah, David Portnoy and them every year and it's just him making fun of Southern people for the most part, mm. but people don't really, they're like, Oh yeah, it's just funny. Every year he goes to like West Virginia and has like this tough man contest. Oh, and they get all in these, West Virginia. They nice. get all these country bumpkins and f- they fight each other uh, in this tough man, like three or four round fight. And I've been to tough man contests in person before. Mm-hmm. I never fought in one myself, but I've seen some of them and, Usually there's like one dude there that knows a little bit and then right. he just, just swamps one guy and then the rest of them are just hilarious, like yeah. terribly fighting. Like So there's there's a bunch of those yeah. videos out there. Oh, I mean, yeah. they talk up a bunch and then, you know, Barstool, you know, they're, they're from Boston slash New York or whatever. And so they have that kind of like, uh, they kind of look down on, you, you can tell that there's like a little bit of satire, but some of the Southern folks, some of the West Virginians yeah. don't realize it, you know? Yeah. And they, there's a lot of fun. There's some pretty interesting interviews and right. And just the crowd is just, yeah. And that's what, that's what I think about this. This was a, it was a spectacle, you know, the crowd's super into it. It, Like, and a lot of these people, because they're content creators, they're still putting on a show Yeah, in a sense. Um, and so, and, and after each match, they, a lot of the people, you know, called out other people for like next year. Oh yeah. Who they want. And John Hennigan, the guy who beat Harley, he, uh, Start out by saying he, you know, doesn't respect people like Logan Paul and Jake Paul, mm-hmm. who like did their whole boxing YouTube kind of thing or whatever. And then he's like, "Yeah, like I, I, w- I would call them out, but they they can't fight and stuff. They both got beat by KSI, so I'm calling K. I'm calling out KSI. Yeah. So he called out the dude that beat the uh, those guys. Well, that's just typical. Like, I mean, because I'm pretty sure like the Logan Paul, Jake Paul, KSI stuff was just. Well, I mean, those are all obviously Logan Paul and KSI, but both 
like have that prime company now that's yes. all the Gatorade ripoffs. Yes. It's they're just making money. Yeah. No, that's, yeah, it's that's all, all money. they're doing. Of course. But I mean Jake and, and Logan are both like well, I think is Jake is the better, I think, of the I two. Don't, I have no idea. I think Jake is like the like a legit like he was a pretty good wrestler and he is he's a legit boxer. Mm. Like he has some I mean <clears throat> Why would he go chase like a WBO title or something like that when he's making as much money as he is just goofing no, around? And, and then I think he's uh, one uh, of the two is fighting uh, Nick Diaz coming yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, that'll be interesting. That'll be interesting. Which Nick Diaz is not a boxer. No. I mean, he's a he's a BJJ black belt. So that'll be in, like that's kind of funny that they're gonna fight each other. But right, it uh, it'll be good for Nick Diaz because win or lose, Nick Diaz doesn't care, no. and he's just going to uh, he's make got a his million titles. bucks. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. yeah, he's he's kind of over the UFC, and then now he'll he'll make a little money, and then hopefully right off into the sunset. Right, but in in a lot of these callouts, you know, they're kind of only halfway serious and stuff. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that was an interesting one. Yeah, um, the yeah Haley and or yeah Haley Sharp. I'm not. I don't exactly know who. I don't know who a lot of these people are. But yeah, she fought Marisha Ray. Mm-hmm. It was a unanimous decision in the side of Haley. So poor Marisha Ray, but. She put up a good fight. She did. A, she well, did a good bit of training. Didn't the other girl lose last year? I think so. I think the other woman won, lost last year, Possibly. and then she fought back. So I think Marisha, if she just, I bet the next, maybe she can do the same thing and just fight next year. Yeah, I mean, and then you know, it's that much more training you got to do. Yeah, we follow her on the Geeky TC podcast. And I think I follow her on my personal uh, Instagram, and I saw that she's putting a lot of training time in. Yeah, but she's also. I mean, a lot of these folks are just so busy with their, with oh, their yeah. content creation. And, the the main match that I was that I really tuned in for and I tuned in the first one for where I even heard about it, Dad or Dad Bot or in reality Nathan Barnett, he's he's been I've followed him on YouTube for a long time. I watched a lot of his content. He's really really funny. One of my favorite uh, YouTubers for sure. But last year he was also a crowd favorite. He uh, knocked out the other guy within like twenty seconds in the first round. Yeah, and it was over. And so this one and he's like got like 15 years on the other guy. He's like 40 something, but he's like jacked. He's always been very, very athletic. And so they went at it. Uh, AB that he went, he fought up against, uh, who's from the H three podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, they went at it and he put up a decent fight, but dad kept, uh, he kept getting in like rib punches on him whenever mm-hmm. he would stay covered up. And when he, the other guy would swing at his head, he kept, he just kind of subtly would sneak in a rib punch every now and then. And then eventually at the end of round one, they, they sat down, they broke and they were just kind of waiting. And in that break before round two, AB just like called it. Cause his, his ribs were, I think he like fractured one of his ribs or something. Well, the ribs are painful, but the, if he was hitting him on his lower right side, that's a that's a liver shot. It may have, it may have even been a liver shot. I'm not. I don't. I didn't see the. And if you the start breakdown, if you but. start hitting that liver, that is a very you know we made fun of on our on our martial arts episode, which you guys should listen to. We made fun of you know some of the people are like, well, if you hit him in liver point four, like in their neck yeah. or something like that, it knocks him down. But if you get popped in the liver with like a clean like body shot. Yeah. And it may have been where he got him either there or the ribs or something, but it was enough that in that break between rounds, he just. He, he called it and he didn't want to keep fighting. And so dad won by TKO and it was awesome. And even like the way that he came in the ring, like as soon as the, uh, like the music started, like a lot of the people just kind of walked in and, you know, waved and did their stuff or whatever. When he came in, he just went full sprint down the aisle out of the tunnel and just sprinted for the ring and just like jumped on and like front flipped over the ropes and landed in the ring 
and everybody's like freaking out. I want to see that your your buddy Barnett fight uh, Josh Barnett now. Oh yeah, there you go. You, you know who that is? Uh, yes. Oh yeah, that'd be nasty. We'll see that how that go well for him. We'll see how that goes. So yeah, the uh, it, the Creator Clash. It was, I found it uh, entertaining for sure, and like I'm I'll be excited if they do another one next year. And next year I may just kind of schedule to like just actually watch the whole thing at the time. I think that would be pretty. That would be a, depending to see who's in it, but that would be a fun uh, like a watch along for our yeah for our patrons actually. Yeah, that could be like a thing that where they could all we could all do like a live watch on our Discord. That's what I was going to say. In that uh, we had mentioned last week that uh, we're building that, and I've I've made a little more progress in uh, setting that up. It I find, turns out it it takes a good bit to set up a Discord server. A little bit, yeah. You know, for something like that, at least for you know, especially for a community and stuff. So I'm learning a lot in that, but yeah, still underworks in there. But uh, yeah, I'd like to by that time, I'll definitely have it up. And yeah, that'd be awesome to do. Yeah, a watch along where you could go in and listen to commentary as we watch it. Yeah, and thing. our stowaways, they could watch from the vents for as little as what, $1 a month? You're right, $1 a month. That's all it takes to be part of, or to be on, on the ship of our uh, Patreon starship, I guess. Uh, maybe we should come up with, like, maybe people should name it. Ooh. Maybe we should have like a naming thing for like our, our capital, like our flagship. Ooh. Or, or, or for a name for the Discord server that is the name of the flagship, I would say. Oh, yes. That would Send actually, us suggestions if you have any kind of cool, could, spacy... You could play some Among Us or something like that. Folks. <laughs> yeah, if I don't you, know. That's pretty, one of the higher tiers. That's pretty sus. It is pretty sus. So, hey, where can you find, where can you yeah, find our Patreon at? That is at patreon.com slash podcast. Yeah, so... Go one, there. Uh, $1 a month gets you, you know, as a stowaway, at least gets you on board. You can... Uh, get a little glimpse of some of that content at three dollars you know a couple bit more you become part of the crew you get access to a lot more stuff and from there you'll you know be able to access some extra uh, discord rooms to have some actual conversations and talk about uh, different topics we put in there so yeah gonna be a bunch of cool stuff on the way in progress absolutely and we we can't do it without y'all so feel free to to join in and uh when i was thinking when you were talking about the creator clash mm -hmm. though is it reminded me a lot of celebrity deathmatch do you remember that oh my gosh that was like the the, the claymation yes. fighting thing i don't yes. i don't ever i remember it i don't know that i ever really saw much of it at the time because well, we were young yeah right? we were pretty young back then because that took place in and what we're geeking out about is the 90s that's right put on your put on your uh fancy clothes from kmart and plug uh, in your dial-up modem and log into aol don't nobody make a phone call <laughs> not while you're online nor kick you off we're talking about the 90s so yeah um, yeah man i we we decided to, to do this episode and first so first off a couple things so i was born in 1989 you were born in 1990 so you don't even count I do, no, count. I do count. I 100% count. <laughs> You're an 80s kid. Well, I bet they don't claim me because I kind of live here. They would say the opposite. People born in 19, you know, 1985 and prior would say he's not an 80s kid. Yeah. I feel like you have yeah. to, like a 1999 kid is more, they're like, they're it not really a 90s kid. They're an early 2000s kid. Exactly. Which we, we're okay. I'm okay with those people with like the early 2000s kids. They're right. okay. But now they're the 20 teens and that kind AC, of thing. It goes downhown from there. Listen so. to your sonny. Um, <laughs> I tell you what, I tell you what. So, uh, yeah. So regardless, we, we had a, at least, you know, at least 10 years of our lives in the nineties. Yeah, man. What you know? a, what a time it was. I, there's so much like nostalgia towards like the seventies and eighties. And I really feel like the nineties are just now kind of getting the credit yeah. they're due because even in the nineties, I remember like people have, were having like seventies parties. Like it was a very like, right. 
you know, check out my, my hippie. Yeah. There's definitely kind of a 20, 20 to 30 year delay before nostalgia comes back around. Yeah. But, well, in but, but in the nineties, I feel like the seventies were pretty big and they're like, Oh, the eighties were dope. They were pretty tubular, bro. I mean, eighties are always cool. They are <laughs> always cool. They are always cool. But the nineties, that's like, and, and that's it. something that, especially like on different aesthetics that have cropped up over the past, you know, five, 10 years or so, things like vaporwave mm-hmm. and some of these synth waves. So the synth wave and kind of retro wave stuff is a little more eighties, but vaporwave is very, a very nineties aesthetic. If you've ever seen that, uh, but a lot of it has a lot of that um, aesthetic of early 1990s malls where you had yes. the fountains, like yes. the big skylights, very kind of pastel colors, you know, flamingos and, and, and such. The cool cups with like the turquoise and purple on them. Remember those? Oh, yeah. yeah. That like that. That's again, that's, that's a popular that's huge right now. Like I see is. T-shirts and hats and yeah. all kinds of stuff with that. Uh, wave kind of pattern on them or even better like the skating rink like floor patterns with like the orange oh, for, and blue like the I, black I have seen so many even just bags like backpacks and uh, little pouches and, and different things for like EDC type stuff that so many things have that splatter design on them well even like the Jansport backpacks I feel like they weren't that popular right? oh. like they were kind of like cheap you know people yeah. have but now they're like oh Jansport's cool right like Champion I remember Champion was like I think Champ came Kmart might have had champion. Yeah. And I was embarrassed to wear it because we were poor people. Right. And now, now like people are spending like $70 on a champion shirt or something silly like and that. And if you don't know what Kmart is, it, yeah. was, it was a very kind of, uh, it was through Sears corporation. It was a, yeah. it was another, it was a, it was a department store, department store, grocery store, competitive to Walmart, that kind of thing. But with, yeah. with more focus on, uh, with less focus on grocery. Right. There were super Kmarts that had more of a grocery store feel. There were, but it definitely like it wasn't long before it definitely seemed kind of the bottom of the barrel as, it, as it far sunk as down. Yeah. yeah it sunk down i think the all the ones died here in what like 2012 ish that may have been right around where the last one yeah went and then sears sears died really soon after the same a yep. few years later department stores in general like a few times i've been to the mall lately like any of the big you know department stores jc penny dillard's belk any of the things you go in like there's some people, but it's like every time I go in there, there's less people or there's like yes. big chunks of them that have like walls quarantined off that they're just not using that section of the no, store anymore. They can't. I mean, malls are dying slowly and well, I don't, I, I don't hate that. I've, sometimes, I've seen that, but I've also heard from other sources and stuff, uh, other podcasts I've listened to stuff that they say malls are coming back. Are they though? So it may be local to those, uh, that podcast I'm talking about was, is based out of Austin, Texas. So maybe um, their malls are coming back. Yeah. I, don't know. I could see that where people, they might be dressing up in nineties outfits and heading back there, you know, could be uh, oversized, like polos and that kind of thing with like, yeah, you know, not great jeans, just stiff legged, the, the stiff leg, like, light wash yes. straight leg jeans yeah. with the bottom cuff kind of rolled up a little doc bit. martens oh yeah oh my god i remember like every, all the kids had doc martin boots when i was younger and i couldn't we, you know my oh family, no i wouldn't even ask my family for them because they were like what 70 oh, dollars probably back then that's crazy and the i was it was like one of those things that just definitely put me in the poor kid group for sure mm. i um I find that interesting that people think the night I would, I I'm interested in it, but I hate going to the mall. I hate going to the mall now as an adult, you know, even when I was a younger fella in like in better shape in like really athletic, yeah. I couldn't wear most mall clothes. Cause my, 
my quads were so big. Like my waist was small enough. I could wear pants, but my, my quads and my calves were so big. I couldn't fit them into the pants. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I'd always have to go up a pant size and just wear a belt to fit my, my quads and my calf size. (laughs) Well, you know, when you do football and wrestling and all that stuff, you know, you, you, I I could wear like a single, like I would wear like a single X t-shirt or like a large sometimes and just, it it would be like painted on me and you know, I'd roll the sleeves up so my biceps were popping out. Could have got you some of those big dog t-shirts. Oh my God. (laughs) Well, do you remember, you probably don't remember, you probably never saw them because you're, you're a little thin fella, but well, I remember growing up, like one of the brands or, or the sizing was Husky. Oh yeah. No, I remember, I remember about that. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen them for sure that. Yeah, that was a, a polite way to, you know, <laughs> tell the kids like, yeah. hey, maybe you need to stop eating so yeah. many fruit roll ups. I was, yeah, I was, <laughs> I was, I was definitely a Husky jeans kid. And it, when I look back at pictures of myself, I remember being like one of the bigger kids in class, but I, I wasn't like noticeably fat. Right. You know, to me, I could like notice my belly or whatever, but then like now I'm walking, uh, when I walk around, I see some of these kids and like, they can't see through their eyes cause their foreheads. Oh yeah. It's like folded I'm down. Like, what is going on now? You could it be a condition or whatever, maybe, but it is, it is why. And I, maybe it's because there's not enough people going to the malls. I don't know. Yeah. You got to do walking. a lot of walking around. Got to do a lot of walking to the malls. Around. That's true. You got to go from the, uh, Babbage's over to, uh, what's another mall mm, to the, to the old Navy. Abercrombie. I don't know. I, I feel like those are early 2000s. I'm trying are to think really? of like 90s mall stores, like something that's definitive of maybe sharper image or something. So I am from, I was born in Emporia, Kansas, and I lived in Hutchinson, Kansas for a lot of my early life from like second grade onto my freshman year in high school. Mm-hmm. And Hutchinson, Kansas is the home of the Kansas State Fair. Oh, right. Yeah. And not like here where there's like multiple fairs across the state there's this is like the big one and right. so huge fear rounds britney spears right came to uh, idol of the 90s idol of the 90s she came to perform in at our state fair how right she because it was it's I was, i'm saying like it is a big that, that kind of gives you context on how big of a state fair that is yeah, if, it, if in the 90s if britney spears is coming to that yes, yeah it was a it, that seems like a big deal there was like a huge area where people would go listen to concerts i mean it was i remember being small obviously and so it was there a everything lot of, seems bigger everything seems bigger there seems like there's a lot more people than maybe there are but legitimately it was a pretty big thing and um britney spears got booed off stage at the Kansas state fair in her what? prime because she called us a bunch of hicks because of how small our mall was. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, she did. And so oh, they, they were no. like, Ooh. Oh, Brittany. Yeah. Well, she's known for making good life choices. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe she should have moved to Kansas. Um, yeah. Poor thing. But yeah, she's, yeah. it's a, uh, it was funny that that's what happened. Yeah. Cause I remember, I remember like specifically some younger girls, in my class were like really excited to go see it. Oh, I'm sure. And then she, she called them Hicks, you know, and they're like doctor's kids and they're like, you know, they got their doc Martens on in there. Mm. Well, know. you're not so fancy with your doc, doc Martens now. Yeah. But oh, I mean, dang. she's not wrong. I mean, we weren't necessarily Hicks. I feel like Hick is more of like a, a Southern trope, but yeah, it was definitely like small town. I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, like I, yeah, malls definitely don't have the feel they used to. No, like it, malls had like big like water fountains in them and big skylights. It's like I remember some of the big plants coming out. Yeah, of the like the big like they had palm trees. Like the yeah. mall in here had like palm trees everywhere. It was awesome. 
like even as a kid i knew it was awesome you could like walk around the like the edge of the fountain and hope you don't fall in you know chuck your pennies in there make a wish go into the dillards and, and try to get into like the, the center of the clothes you know uh, okay like how many of those kids how many of us as children i have a story about that <laughs> well how many of us in, how much like so this is a lot of what we're talking about today is very strictly united states stuff i know we've got some listeners from other countries yeah, canada the uk uh, some people in like uh, saudi arabia for some reason <laughs> um which you know Welcome. glad you're here yeah. yeah maybe it's just a vpn but i don't know true but um how many shows have come up like who who had that shared experience where you go into the center of the clothing and then all of a sudden you're like in like a secret headquarters somewhere else right so yeah go ahead sorry yes yeah, so that, that's probably what i was doing at the time but that happened one time and i was hiding and i hid for a little too long where <laughs> parents started freaking out and were like calling security and thought i was kidnapped and you know we're like to the like it, i i held out long enough that it legitimately was like becoming a concern and then you know finally probably like i'm here actually and like you're in trouble for like a month <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly yeah like well you're never you know going outside or playing with friends for the rest of your life well that's one of the bad things about being when i was young in kansas is like the btk killer was still active in wichita like 30 40 minutes away from my house so oh. that's also like well if you're gone missing you know yeah. hopefully the, you know like obviously well he's done everything in wichita but you know i'm sure the parents were like well we don't want him right <laughs> that's not too far to wander off oh geez yeah but yeah i miss malls the good malls the good malls i i yeah. hate going back now it's not worth my time you no, know anytime i have to go in there for like some particular thing like there's mm -hmm. there's certain things you know you can only get at certain a mall store or something jewelry especially yeah and like we'll go to like there's a barnes and nobles like you know go there to yeah. look like it's the only time we really go is around christmas yeah. you know we'll go there to look for yeah some jewelry for mom or you know some particular book at barnes and nobles or something but anytime i go it's just like it i, I dread it yeah walking through there and some of that can be like just adulthood in general because i'm sure there's kids that wander through there now and they have the big eyes and they see you know these maybe they're all on the the jumpoline mm -hmm. <laughs> like trampoline things with the the bungee cords and stuff they're all in line mm, over there wild in the 90s that would have been crazy yeah, we didn't have nothing like that no, at least not here not here for sure no um yeah well i think that was one of the big things is like oh i'm going with my parents i have to do all this boring stuff i'm getting you know i think that's the reason why there was a lot of maybe creativity too. Like a lot of people had like a lot of imagination. Mm. Not that there's not that now there's a lot of creative and imaginative people and younger folks. Mm. However, boredom does something to you. Okay. So now we're going to enter the old man portion of the podcast. This is the old man portion of the podcast a little bit. We're, back we're, in my day. Back in, well, I'm just saying in general, I think the boredom that took place w without having a phone available. Yeah, we didn't have the internet. We didn't have computers. We didn't have cell phones, no laptops. I mean, we didn't really have video games to much extent you know, a until a little later in the 90s but yeah. early on especially you didn't have that you you just yeah you, you made up stuff you used your imagination well and i've seen people post memes like some of the, the there's uh there's two big instagram followers that i really really like who, mm -hmm. who post a lot of 90s things that really hit me in the fields one one is the nostalgic latino yeah he does a lot he has of some funny he stuff. has some really funny he's like a famous tiktoker he, he's got some really good stuff and then 90s kids uh, four the number four life lyfe i think yeah and um i saw one of the videos and it was like he was playing with a doorstop and like how many, <laughs> oh my uh, God. How many times have i done that <laughs> when my parents are visiting another family and uh, i'm just like i forgot about did you used to do that too of course yeah you just sit there and just yeah flick it back and forth for no reason just to see it like dwang like 
back and forth. I don't think my current house, like I, my house was built in 2007. I'm pretty sure my house doesn't have any of yeah, those. Do, do houses come with those anymore? Like, I don't is know. there, what's the modern, is there a modern, I know, you know, certain, uh, doorstop things you'll see just a little round rubber yeah. thing right where the door would hit mm-hmm. against the stuff some things have that but that's more kind of in like public buildings and type of stuff but yeah i don't know that houses really have those anymore but the world was better when there was a little coiled spring when you were especially because i moved a few times you oh, know yeah. and so there's nothing like being like seven years old and you just moved to a strange new place mm-hmm. and your parents are bringing stuff in or you don't have everything in the house for the yeah. first couple days you can then, legit sit there and kill 15, 20 minutes just flicking that thing yeah, back and forth. Yeah, man. Because it just made a, cool, it made a cool sound and it twanged back and forth. I don't know. It yeah. was entertaining. I'm, well, so, if hey, if you if you did that, give us a like and make a comment. Give us Send us an email at kikidisipodcast on gmail.com because yeah. we want to hear about your I just know about your door stop spring <laughs> adventures. Exactly. And if you had anything cool. I've, and, and all the toys were pretty, like I remember there weren't any like cool toys with batteries necessarily that I really liked. Um, Those would always mm, like run out. Like I was always really big or, and I guess it's just parents. My like, coolest toy with a battery would probably have been just my OG game boy. Yeah. You know, when, when it comes to electronic things, that was the Holy grail of fun back then was my, the big gray brick game boy, which I still have so actually, but yeah, that was like the Holy grail as far as fun back and, then. And going back to our, one of our earliest podcasts where you gave your top 10 video games. Yeah. You mentioned a few of those games for that, didn't you? Yeah. What was the, what yeah, were Poke, those? Pokemon silver was the, the main one that I played. I had some, some, uh, other games for it that we played back then. But, uh, I don't really remember what all I had. I know I had one. It was like a super Mario land two six golden coins or, Something like that that was really fun. Um, that one was good, but yeah, Pokemon was where it was at for sure. And then yeah, that's a that's your major nineties uh flashback to playing that in the car at night and waiting for the street lights to go by to mm. see because the screen was backlit, so you'd have to if you didn't have one of the little lights that attached to it, you'd have to just wait until a street light came by. And as soon as it flashed by, you're like, All right, make my choice. And you have to wait for the next street light to come by, and then you could <laughs> see what happened. You know, if you were not running out while you're trying to get into the house, like you, you, if you were able to bring some extra battery, which the thought of having extra batteries, like, again, that seemed like a fancy, that was a fancy thing. If you had extra batteries just to use, you know, and you weren't stealing them from the remotes or or alarm clocks or other things around the house that just suddenly would stop working. And you're like, I don't know where the batteries went. Just double A's and triple A's, baby. Yeah. Well, that the Game Boy took four AA batteries. That's right. Which, like, now that seems ridiculous. It is ridiculous. That's a lot of power that it's drawing. Yeah. For what little it did. It couldn't even light up. What I wonder if they have to make a Game Boy case for, like, an iPad or, like, iPhone or something like that, don't they? Yeah, they do. That'd be cool. That'd be a cool one to have. Yeah, I've, I've seen them. I've thought about getting them. So give me some of your other favorite games from the 90s. Uh, I, I remember in... My in the the first house that I, I lived in as a kid, parents had was a single wide trailer, and I, I have I don't have a lot of memories from back then, but I I feel like I I have kind of this image of we had one of those you know back then all the TVs came in big wooden boxes, mm-hmm. you know, and you'd get up and you had dials you'd change the channels and stuff on them, yeah, and then we had rabbit ears on the top with foil, oftentimes a little, a, a little antennas that you'd have to change everything, yeah, the antennas that you'd get your like three channels, but then you'd have a, we had our nin, original Nintendo you know, you'd have hooked up and then that 
had just like the two little, I forget, I don't remember what the name of the connection was, but it had a little specific box that wired into the coaxial and you'd have to like attach these uh, two things to it to connect it and you put it on channel three because you didn't have like different inputs like, you know, HDMI and auxiliary no, yeah. stuff. You just put it on channel three yep. to get that signal in through the thing. But, you know, we, yeah, we had all the classic uh, Super Mario Brothers uh, duck hunt was awesome oh, i only played that at sleepovers oh dude it was it was so fun because you had the light gun and you were just shooting it still baffles me even how that works but yeah you're just shooting the the ducks on the thing i always wanted to shoot the dog but it never worked because he always would laugh at you if you missed some john wick baba yaga <laughs> yeah, he'd be coming for me but those were from back then to the the main like 90s i guess games that stick out in my head I remember, well, because that was a big time for me. We didn't, my dad had a PC for like his office stuff, but you know, Mm. this, this was like Windows 95 MS DOS. Remember that? I I, I was like an amateur coder back then. I had a little bit of experience on 95, but 98 was where I think what our first home computer was 98. I hated 98 originally because it was like so too much advanced. I wanted to go into the black screen on MS-DOS and then do my (laughs) little coding thing to like change whatever and and command and conquer, which was one of my big games. Oh, yeah. And then um, there was that Airborne Ranger game that I talked about in my top 10, if you guys go back and listen to that, um, where that one was a really cool one. It was like a, you know, over the top view of Mm -hmm. like, you know, this kind of like football field looking thing. And as you move forward, looking down 2d, the map would scroll with you, right? but right. you couldn't see the entire map without it. It kind of a, almost a traditional arcade game type of setup. A little or bit. Yeah. But you could, you know, you shoot and throw grenades and stuff like that. And you know, my brother could always do everything and I couldn't. And I was always just super bummed that I was not good enough at the game, but I was also only like seven years old. Um, Sim city. Do you remember that? I never played any of that. So I never, had a pc well sim city for me was at i I never had a pc until the one we're recording on that could even play any games hardly true so sim city for me was like huge for like at school like i remember there was always like school sim city like sim city like sims one i feel like i never played any games at school at like elementary school or anything like that i did like we didn't have like computers weren't a thing that we used for any of that stuff back then it wasn't until Yes, really middle, middle school now, Britney Spears. Right. Um, no, we did. We had yeah. it. You didn't play. You never played uh, Oregon Trail. So my my one experience with Oregon Trail really was my grandpa had. I don't even know what kind of. Oh, I don't know if it's a, like a Commodore 64 or some kind of old computer, but it took the like five inch actual floppy disks. OK, yeah, they were actually floppy instead of the little like three inch ones. But it he had a working trail on that where you would stick the the big five inch thing in and it would load up like a portion and you'd mm. play that and then you have to pull it out and pull there was like another five one. of them yes. To, yes just to swap in and out to play through the game and yeah. it was like a very basic screen kind of thing yeah that was that was my experience with Oregon Trail yeah I remember that was fun that was another school game we played quite a bit the Sims and Sim City, like Sims 1 and Sim City, were like the only things I remember from school I mm. don't know I don't think they were part of like Maybe it's just free computer time. I can't remember why we had it. I mean, SimCity, I remember playing really early on, like third or fourth grade, maybe. Even. We, I, we eventually, that we, I do remember having, uh, being able to play the first Sims on one of our family PCs pretty early on. I don't know if it had, that was into the early 2000s. It might've been, but I did have a little bit of time in that. And that was, 
one of my first experiences of feeling like I was kind of hacking the game because I would open up the, like the program files yeah. and dig down to where just like the background music was and where the rabbit hole goes when you were in the build mode mm-hmm. and I would swap out and put my own MP3s in there and I would have red hot chili peppers playing. <laughs> <laughs> and when I go into the build mode, like, uh, just red hot chili peppers would start playing, which was cool. And then I would change whenever you like your character would practice the guitar, I'd swap it out with Van Halen. Oh, wow. And like journey songs and stuff. So when he was playing, it would just play eruption from That's Van funny. Halen. So I was like, I'm, I can hack this game. I thought that was pretty cool. Hacker man. Hacker put man. Your, put yes. on your sunglasses and your trench coat. Yes. Yeah, baby. Um, do you remember? So obviously this has been like big lately. I've seen a lot of memes about it, especially like talking about the pause menu. And that is the N64 golden eye. Remember that? Oh, wow. Yeah, that actually just really released a version of that, that nothing's ever as good as the original. No. With things like that. But yeah, I played it. I, I, I don't know that that was one of those that I didn't have, but one of my friends had that. That was yes. the over at a friend's house. That game. Was the over, well, it was a, I'd never had it in 64. So that was always oh, yeah. at a friend's house for me. Mm-hmm. But then a couple of times we actually had like little, I think, was it land parties or not even land parties, but just like you, you connect them together. I forgot how that worked. Couldn't do that with N64. Not, okay. Remember well, maybe it was just four person, like split screen. Yeah. That was, that was I'm, a I'm lot. Trying, now of fun. I'm like questioning. I'm like, when did we get our N64? Was that still in the nineties? Was that very at the, at the end, tail end of the nineties? Cause if so, then yeah, my games that I played in the nineties drastically expands. Yeah. To all the N64 stuff. But I, I can't off the top of my head remember like when that, my, my timelines are all screwed up as far as when that happened. That's because like the Large Hadron Super Collider destroyed the Earth. Yeah, when CERN collided the molecules mod- together, it just kind of messed all that up. Earth 2.0, which has been kind of lame sometimes. Um, speaking of which, like uh, like the Mandela effect, you know, you the uh, the Berenstein Bears, like those books and everything. I I do remember the Berenstein Berenstein Bears. So very clearly. So real quick, because we're not making this in a Mandela effect episode, but this is geeky. We'll do one of those another time. We will do one of those another time, but in preparation for this. So I was like, you know, looking up some stuff, just kind of going through and like, you know, getting my mind going, getting, taking myself back to the simpler times where I didn't have to worry about bills and everything. Right. And I heard the intro for like the Berenstein Bears um, cartoon. I can't remember that. Dolly Parton is singing. And she she says, Baron Steen. Mic drop. If if Dolly Parton said it, then it's the gospel. So so I don't care how it's spelled. So I'm going to take a pause right now and look up that video. And yeah, so you just took, you just, you just checked. And we're back. So (laughs) I, I, I paused and I looked up the, the theme song for that video. My mind was just blown. Yeah, because she like says you watch me in real time. She says Berenstein Bears at the beginning of the thing. Yeah, it mentions the Berenstein Bears. Yes, Berenstein. Yes, Bears. Particularly about midway through the thing, she mentions them again, and she says Berenstein pretty clearly. But it, you, like you said, it sounds like a so different song. I, we have headphones on, and yeah, I turn it up, and to me, like I mean, I may be being particular, but I'm pretty critical about audio and stuff. Um, and it may just be my ears, but it legit sounds like the audio quality when she says Baron Stain sounds different from the audio quality of the rest of the song, like it was spliced in or something. Well, 
All I know is the Berenstein beers were pretty dope. And they if, were. They were pretty cool, and I refused to call them stained. They were just so. like us, but lived in a tree. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this guy got it. Um, we'll we'll dive into more of that. Yeah, on that we, Mandela we gotta, effect. We'll do a Mandela effect episode for sure. Mm. And if you guys are coming back to this, because we'll reference this and the Berenstein app. And welcome, welcome to the podcast, guys. Indeed. Uh, so b- b- real quick, talking about video games. So. Okay. And this is also kind of like bridging into like food as well. Oh, yeah. In 1999. Okay. Yeah. There was, do you remember this? There was a... Y2K. That was 2000. That was also another... But the scare for it. We'll get it. The scare for it, for sure. 1999. A large pizza chain partners with video game producers to deliver video game demos... With their product. Mm. Do you remember this? I, that does sound familiar. All right. So which, which pizza uh, company was it? A, Domino's. B, oh, gosh. Pizza Hut. C, Papa John's. Or D, Little Caesars. And Q, the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire music. Mm. That's tough. I feel like Papa John's wasn't as big of a deal back then. Like okay. Pizza Hut really was. Okay. Because Pizza Hut was the place you would go and sit down in and have pizza as a family for dinner, which seems weird now. <laughs> with the red cups. But you had the red cups, yeah, which are awesome. Yeah. Or cl- was it, were, were they the ones with clear cups, too, if you didn't need, if you had water? If you had water, yeah, you'd yeah. have the clear version. Yeah. Also, for those of you in the know, go look up uh, the Gerpler cup. If you know, you know, and if you don't, look it up. That's I'll leave it at that. It's the best cup. Um but maybe because Little Caesars had the whole pizza pizza campaign okay. with a little guy it was a big deal Caesar he's literally Caesar yeah, he is the Caesar right that's a good point makes sense um, I feel like I knew that in the past but forgot it uh, I don't feel like I saw much with Domino's just yeah. as a thing I don't know I'm gonna need an answer Josh Pizza Hut Pizza Hut final answer final answer you just want a million dollars. No, so that yeah, you're right. It was yeah. it was Pizza Hut. Yeah, that, who wants a million million? I feel like that was the the nineties as well. I was that that was unintentional that, on my that part. That seems like a early two thousands thing. Shut your mouth. Anyways, so um, yes, Pizza Hut. So in the summer of nineteen ninety nine, Pizza Hut partnered with like these different video game companies, and they would deliver. So when you ordered a pizza, or like you met the monetary amount, or whatever, mm-hmm. like one large pizza, or whatever it was. But but back then, a large pizza could provide for like an entire family. Yeah. For some reason, now it's like that's my snack. A large pizza is like a medium. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But the you would get like a demo. And so I remember mm-hmm. getting like the PlayStation one demo, like I'd be at a buddy's house and we would have a pizza party and then we would get the, t- I remember getting Tony Hawk. Yes. Demo where you were in like the little skate park. In the warehouse. In the warehouse. Warehouse was a very. Going through the glass. And doing all thing. That. Yes. Cue uh, Superman by. Uh, <laughs> three doors down. No, not three doors down. Oh it's, God. Uh, <laughs> doors down. Don't, don't come at me right now. Yeah. Uh, Superman by Goldfinger. Oh, that okay, song yes. is like stuck in my, I still listen to that song because it is so amazing. Yes. That's one of my favorite songs. So I remember getting, I remember at least one sleepover where I was there getting a Pizza Hut pizza, well, stuffed crust. Oh, of course. Also, 
Which course. is just what? When they introduced that, that was mind blowing too. There's right. cheese in the crust There's too. Cheese in the crust. What is you this? eat it backwards? <laughs> <laughs> but then, then getting that, and then us each t- like we got the the brand new demo for Tony Hawk, and like, then I remember playing through that, and all the like each person just trying to get the highest score. Right, getting the high score thing, and that that's one thing that with the introduction of the PlayStation, it made that possible to have demos because now you had compact discs. Yes, games came on discs, so. They, you know, it, it was expensive to put a, like, a, you know, to put a small thing on a cartridge like that didn't mm-hmm. really seem reasonable, but you could get a disc and just put, yeah, one level or something on it for n- nothing. So they could just throw those in magazines and with I mean, your pizza. And how many megabytes do you think was that? Like that one map, like the one, that the one thing that they had to send out. Mm, tens, dozens. That's funny. Maybe. Isn't that wild? Yeah, probably not a lot. Yeah. Back then, in comparison now to the games that are like a hundred gigabytes, yeah, Call of Duty, looking at you, yes, having to delete games just to get an just update, to get a pl- just to update it, yes, Whoa. for one new map. What? <laughs> um, yeah, man, that was so crazy to me. Was was like that and getting like get your pizza and you get a free video game essentially, you know, for it as well, and then playing that. That and was then, that was awesome. What'd you have like? Two, I think there's like two or three skaters, and then just yeah, you probably had like Tony Hawk, Bob Burnquist, and. It's one, of the, one of those other guys. Yeah, I think there was like three total, yeah. And then you got into that, and then you had just like um, two minutes, and then it was like, okay, each of us. I'm just remember all this. Yeah, a lot of times turns. it was timed. Yeah, you just had yeah two minutes to do as many tricks as you wanted to. Yeah, but you'd, you'd go down the the big ramp, and you'd head to the yes. right and go like do a, a spin trick over the half pipe, and then go up and grind around the rails, and it would loop back. Like I know the map in my head. <laughs> I just remember like the big like kind of like section that had the glass through it yeah, you try and you go and you you jump and bust out of that yeah yeah that was um, the damage physics was like what whoa that was crazy back yeah, then. that was crazy back then that was that was good that was a good time oh man pizza hut was the place it was a good time in the pizza hut buffet they had the the glass like stained glass thing <laughs> with lights above the table <laughs> the, the church had, of yeah, pizza Hut. they had the little like red lighting and stuff oh uh, that that was that was good. I, it I, was a good time. I definitely I definitely miss miss those days. Another place that was fun to have pizza was at skating rinks. See, this, like, and I've I've always heard that you know skating rinks and like parties there and birthday parties were always a huge thing back then. I only ever got to go one time. It was for one of my cousins, um, and yeah, I went there one time, and I like I always remember it was it was super fun, and I wanted to do it again, but we just never we never got to do that again. It was well. Maybe because you live here, but when in Kansas, like the skating rink was the spot. So yeah. I can remember numerous times, you know, with a surge in hand, you know, eating cake and whatever. And then the song comes on and then everybody gets excited. And then we go out to the skating rink and I never skated except for going to those birthday parties. Like skating yeah. is synonymous with birthday parties for me. I can't imagine just going to go. Uh-huh. And every time I went, I never learned really how to do it. Right. So then I'm for like... 90% of the time until like at the end of the party, I'm just holding on to the walls and <laughs> yep. kind of like trying to walk around. That, I was just doing the little scoot, the, the feet little, back the, and forth yes, kind uh, of thing. Yes, that is enough it. to get some movement, but you weren't really going anywhere. Uh, yeah, I wasn't. And then, you know, some of the, like the, the people, like guys and girls in my, my fourth grade class or whatever are out there, you know, like Christy Yamaguchi, you know, or something like yeah, that. They're, they are they're some flying. 90s, and uh, they were out there just flying like around. Like roller derby type of stuff. And they used to have limbo. Do you remember that? Oh, like at skating rinks? Yes, yes. I thought you just meant the game in general. I'm like, no. yes, I remember Limbo as a game. <laughs> no, they would do like Limbo. They would do Limbo at at my, I think I've seen it other places. I remember 
and every once in a while there'd be like an adult there or like some person like oh, in this, there. I there's like a there's memory coming back from that. There's like like all right, we're gonna do limbo, and then you know they have like the dudes that you know that work there out there with like a with a couple orange cones, and they would have like the, the oh, broomstick yeah. across it, and they would keep lowering it. And I remember like one time seeing some dude just do like a full split, a, the split, and just go under it, and you're and it's like six inches off the ground. Yes. Like, yeah. How in the world? Yeah. I wonder if everybody has that share, same shared memory. If there's always Probably. that one dude who was just like, it was I, the same guy. He I, traveled I, around the, I the U S shredding it up at the kids' birthday parties. <laughs> See my go-to birthday party back then was actually bowling alleys. Oh, bowling alleys. Similarly, too. like the, something about it, like thinking about it now, like, that just seems nasty. Yeah. At least the ones around here. I'm yes. sure there's fantastic bowling alleys ever, but in our part of town, the bowling alleys are kind of gross. Yeah. But back then, again, they had that, very 90s floor with the same kind of thing we were talking mm-hmm. about the splatter design with the cool triangles and all the shapes and stuff and um yeah and there was a, probably a good like five birthday parties in a row as a kid that i just kept going back oh, like wow. for like five in a row in a section of my life like every one of them was at the bowling alley well and i remember that too like so at the skating rink and at bowling alleys there was always a little arcade as well i was getting ready to mention that, that was, I, it popped in my head yeah that there's either like a mortal Kombat fighting thing or you know either a time crisis or one of those other equivalent type of oh, some kind of arcade yeah, game. The time crisis was like a killer then there was like the ones with like the motorcycle. Oh, right? yeah, those were huge. There was a motorcycle or a jet ski. Yes, that you'd get on like a wave racer type of thing, or you're some kind of motorcycle. Those were so much fun. But I wore husky jeans, so it was like it was, I didn't have enough core. <laughs> you strength. leaned to one side, and I the whole thing would just fall. Thing, yeah, even though I, looking back, I wasn't that big. But nowadays, <laughs> ooh, yeah, some of those kids these days might have trouble getting back up there. Yeah, you lean to you, you bank left, and you, you can't ever bank just, right. You just doing circles. <laughs> yeah, Man. it becomes an NASCAR game. Uh, so you guys message us, tell us what your favorite place to do a birthday party was. Yeah, what was your favorite childhood birthday location? Yeah. And we'll, we'll feature Chuck that. E. Che- Chuck E. Cheese. Well, I never went to Chuck E. Cheese. We oh. didn't have a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Chuck E. Cheese used to be cool again back then before it got really creepy nowadays. Yeah. But again, that's the thing. The Chuck E. Cheese around here is, hey kids, is again. Let's, let's go eat some mechanical wrap pizza. You know? <laughs> exactly. But yeah, back then again, that was like, you know, that was, you know, as opposed to a, bowling alley which is 90 percent bowling alley and 10 percent arcade it was like 50 percent restaurant 50 percent arcade yeah so they had tons of games and stuff well i still liked skating and i still liked bowling especially but oh yeah yeah there was nothing else like doing skee-ball and then just throwing them up like you know uh, skee-ball has always been one of my favorite or like arcadey type things Josh, like me too but we don't what? play enough. you know what did we just become best friends yep <laughs> <laughs> hey, again again did you so there's actually uh there's actually a place in town right next to my gym oh. it's a sub shop and they've, they've got it there we should you should come you should come with me some shoot we'll have we'll have some, play some skee ball uh yeah it's gonna there's happen there's a place uh I know there's like a barcade too that has some yeah, skeetball. Like it, it, it's too adult. I went there once. It was kind of, it was, so it had some cool things. Make like you get a drink or something, but you know, it was what it was. It was what it was. Yeah. This one's got a little bit more of that nineties feel. So it's a little nice. cooler. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm down. Yeah, man. The, the cool table, like the, like the really nasty tablecloth, kind of <laughs> sticky, you know, get those on there with the birthday thing on it. Yep. You know, the, either straight up chocolate cake or like it was always like a sheet cake it was I, always poorly done. that or every now and then i would get an ice cream cake oh and, which, my god oh yeah i always want an ice cream cake for my birthday too because that was like cakes cakes are good cakes are fine they are what they were but if you got an ice cream cake oh my gosh not only does is the icing different and amazing 
and it like ice cream cake icing specifically is just it's a whole different like i don't like regular icing on regular cake i like I'll, whipped icing i will scrape it icing off of cupcakes and regular cake all day long i don't so even just want a muffin, it's just it will give me so you say that but for it's been kind of a thing for my past like maybe five or six birthdays that my wife will get me just a blueberry muffin <laughs> <laughs> like one of the big like otis spunkmeyer ones yeah yeah that that's my birthday cake it's just one of those that's big funny. muffins and i love it that's exactly what i want i don't want anything more than that it it, it fills the fills the role it does Oh yeah. Okay. Well, that's hey. Listen, if you if you guys come see us at a comic con or something in the future, Josh likes Otis. Bring, bring blueberry me blueberry muffins. muffins. <laughs> yeah. You guys can bring me a cake. I don't care. Yeah. Um, with a with like a file in it, so I have to I can cut myself out of wherever I'm. Like Halloween them. candy. Look out for the razor blades. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so speaking of other fun things, one thing that I found that made me really uh, have some nostalgic moments. Oh my th- god! Yeah, I just showed you this picture, and I know you're all about it too. Really. Oh yes, eyewitness books. But I, so here's the thing: I could never afford those. So in the United States, oh, yeah, I'd see. Him. I'd go to the library, and well, the library yeah. had it, but I feel like for me, the libraries weren't as popular as it was the book fairs. Yes. So in the United States, for those who are outer country listeners, or if your town, like you know where you're from, didn't have it either, there would be these book fairs, so like these really cool traveling book fairs that would come through, mm-hmm. and they would have some small toys and that kind of thing but they would always have like the coolest dopest books and the eyewitness books the ones that you like you open it up and you can see like the and like what a castle looks like has like an exploded view exploded where like a corner of it's taken out like bisected you see the different levels and all the people going about their business in the castles and stuff the star Star wars ones they had those as well and my wife bought me one not long ago because she knows how much i love them she bought it for me as a present (laughs) yeah i've got it at the house yeah and i need to check that out it's it's so cool i remember being there and being a poor man and then i was Mm -hmm. like well, I can't get this, but I would spend like 20 minutes in there. Yeah, just, just sit there and look, at at, look through that book the whole time you're there and then before it's time to go. Yes. But yeah, all of those books, yeah, they have them on like Vikings and castles. I remember one on the Titanic. That one was awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, all those books, they were just, they were really, really, really cool. Arm, the, the Arms and Armor one. Yeah, that was a dope one. I loved any of that. You see like the live actors that they've got, like the, re, the reenactors, they are the living historians. Right. Showing like... With a breakdown and then like an explanation of every single piece of their kit. It was like so much information. <sighs> it was like an encyclopedia about just this one particular thing. Yes. I loved it. Yeah. I loved encyclopedias too. I remember we had like a whole encyclopedia. We never, we never had one of those. We had like an A sets. through Z encyclopedia set at my house. I, I feel like that like that showed some kind of level of like a class or like well doing. He's like, oh, they got a whole encyclopedia yeah, set. Yeah, we got a whole encyclopedia You're, set, son. You would be doing pretty well. well. We didn't have any, we didn't have an N64, so. Exactly. You got to pick and choose. where your priorities are. You got to pick huh? and choose. Shows you can have knowledge are. or fun. Or power. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that I, I remember those as well like the encyclopedia britannica or whatever it was and going on there and um you know like picking them up all the time at my house and a for army and just going through and just looking at like every every little thing and then i remember at one point there was like some type of encyclopedia britannica thing on our computer and it had some sounds with it some like little sound clips that you could get oh yeah 
That sounds familiar. And like one of them, I remember one of them being like a cardinal sound. And like I remember <laughs> memorizing this cardinal mating sound. Like I can still do. But oh, gosh. Like, well, I don't want to do it because there were some birds we, outside earlier. So, yeah, like particularly we had a moment we had to cut out a last podcast because we were recording and this bird was like literally on the window just chirping as loud as possible. Yeah. And like we were kind of ignoring it. And then just we both stopped and looked and we're like, is that a bird like right there? He was so loud. Yeah. He was so loud. But yeah, when the when the large hadron collider exploded, it actually got rid of all the birds. Now all the birds are government psyops. Yeah, they're all uh, controlled robots. Um, birds aren't real. So, well, in, you remember Book It? Like that was another big thing. So, I imagine mm. a, a lot of states had that. Did you guys have Book It here? That, it sounds familiar. Maybe I, you just weren't it, it, like it's yeah. probably school district dependent. But Maybe. my school district in Kansas, USD three thirteen Bueller. I don't know how I remember that, but I did. Um, we were. Um, I remember Dare. <laughs> I've actually got a, there's actually a picture of me in the newspaper holding the bear bear with like a, with a sheriff's deputy or something like that. In nice. Kansas. Isn't that funny? And, um, but book it program, like you read enough books, you would get your little like coupon things or whatever. And then eventually you would get, you know, if you did well enough, you would get a personal pan pizza at pizza. Hut. Oh. So then you would go with your parents to pizza yes. Hut, make them come with you just so that you could get your stupid little pan pizza. Yeah. And back then if you're like, well, if we got a coupon, we're going to use it. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Even though gas was like a dollar, right. you know, <laughs> or you could go, you get four sodas for 25, you get a soda for 25 cents. Like if you, they, were they like had off brand. three liters. Yeah. The three liter oh, off yeah. brand. Yeah. It was like 75 cent or something. Yes. And it was like huge. Yeah. Yeah. You could just get the cans. I remember going like, you could just get cans for 25 cents yeah. of like the off brand, like that, whatever that store specific. Dr. Was. Thunder. Dr. Thunder. Mountain, Mountain Lightning. Mountain Lightning. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's right. Remember, I remember when Code Red came out for Mountain Dew. I think that was like, that was the, the first like flavored Mountain Dew I think. or something like that. So I think like, it was. Yeah. That one launched off their never ending campaign of. Of like flavors. flavors and brominated vegetable oil. Right. Yeah, that's all it is, <laughs> is vegetable all, oil. Yeah. Yeah. That, but I remember getting like my first can of that, like in fifth grade and being like, what is this? Right. Not Surge though. Surge no. was, Surge was, Surge was outlawed. It was, it was. Do you remember, do you remember the, like the, the elemental drinks, like the rain? Oh and, my God. Do you remember those? Dude, those were so good. I only liked the rain one, really. Oh. There was rain, there was the fire, there was... Uh, earth where it was just mud right um no there were yeah those were like the i think the fire one was like cinnamon or whatever i, I remember only liking the the rain one specifically so yeah we had velocity volcano voltage spark oh they were by snapple well they oh they no go, these oh these were the that, yes they were still by snapple earth rain sun and fire yeah yes. and rain was my thing so rain was a yeah, agave cactus fruit, and then sun was a star fruit, uh, orange, and I liked the fire because it was a dragon fruit. That I thought one of them had cinnamon in it. I don't. But maybe not. I don't know. I don't think I ever had like an ice cold one of those either. Like we, my no, parents yeah. never had that. My mom, like, yeah. I remember having Diet Sam Cola at the house, and other than mm. that, I was drinking water or Sunny D. Yes. Um. On, on the realm of drinks, another similar type of thing that I enjoyed were the Sobies. Oh, the lizards. Yes. The, yeah, the lizard. Yeah, so I remember drinks. people wear like the shirts with that stupid gecko on it or whatever. Yep. Like that was like a popular shirt for a while as well. Yeah, there was like strawberry daiquiri ones and stuff. The, some of those things. Oh, like I loved those things. Those I were never, so... I never, the old, the ones I always got were not good. Real. Oh, yeah. Really? So I always got, I always got, uh, 
hurt, you know, by them. So I never really got, I never really drank them. Yeah. yeah those specific. That one had a, a dragon fruit uh, thing as well. That was delicious. I didn't know you're such a dragon fruit. I fan. didn't either. I actually tried the actual fruit for the first time like and? last year. I didn't really like it. Okay. Well, <laughs> well that's it, too bad. It, it wasn't really good. Uh, do you remember, so um, member berries, do you remember the uh, Butterfinger BBs? You don't remember those? I, I don't think I do. It was a very Bart Simpson-esque campaign. And the, I remember him being a, uh, oh, I do. Yeah, no, yeah. Do you remember those? Those were those are like one of my favorites. I, I was that's a, like a movie theater candy. I was a Butterfinger. Yes, it is. I don't even think it's around anymore. But yeah, it was like one of my favorites. Butterfinger in general was one of my favorites back See, then. Butterfinger has always been one of my least favorite candies. Interesting. I've always hated Butterfingers. I loved it. They like hurt my teeth and not on like a density level, like something about the sugar or the coating or something. Like it just. They just made me feel weird. Oh, yeah. Well, there's definitely, yeah. it's definitely got some venom in it that you got to just tough through. <laughs> but it's worth it when you get to that crispity, crunchy peanut butter center. But as we've discussed in the past, you're also like peanut butter, like fiend. Yes. Yeah. I peanut, like peanut butter, butter fiend. I love peanut so butter. This is all making sense to me now. But it was bad because these have that malted texture a little bit to them, almost like whoppers slightly. Yeah. And so these are even worse. If you didn't like Butterfingers, you would have hated these. Oh, yeah. See, I loved whoppers, though. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I like those. I hate, it's like chewing through styrofoam. I couldn't do those. <laughs> oh, yeah. You and styrofoam. Um, yeah, that's the worst thing. Let's see. What, what are some of your other favorite foods? Oh, from the 90s? I'm trying to think. Let's see. Uh, I mean, Warheads. Oh, when we get into candy. Yes. Warheads were the like epitome of like, ooh, candy you shouldn't eat. And shockers, do you remember those? Like the the shockers. It was so who did that? It was so there was like sweet tarts were like sweet tarts were like one of those classical American Oh, it was a Wonka thing. Yes. Yes. I don't know that I ever had those. I used to make my tongue bleed from those. Oh, and I'm not kidding when I say that. I remember I ate like a whole pack of them. And I made my tongue bleed. Oh, yeah, it's like, a sweet tarts. Yeah, I guess sweet tarts is like a Wonka deal or whatever. It's like a sweet tart, but it was like a sour. It's got like a yep. candy coating on the outside of it and like chewing the middle, kind of like a spree. It's like a, it's like a mix of a sweet tart and a spree. Chewy spree, so I know, are amazing. Yes. I love those. Glad we agreed on that. But those are yeah, good. I mean, I, I, I'm, you know, everybody's done that with Warheads, too, that you just keep eating them until the insides of your mouth is burnt away. Burnt away. Yeah, I don't, I, I guess, I feel, I feel like I've had Warheads somewhat recently, and I feel like they're not as strong as they used to be. No, I don't think so. I don't feel like any sour candies as sour as stuff was back then, because I don't think they, like, cared back then. No, I don't think they did either. Then they came up with, like, those toxic, like, the toxic waste candies. Oh, barrels and stuff? Yeah, that I had, never really got to have never those. I those either. I understand they're, like, a, a Warhead turned up to 11, and I love sour foods, so I wish I really, I would really love to have one of those. Right. Do you ever, do you ever have a baby bottle pop? Oh, please. Yes. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yes. I, I'm, I can just tell me with baby, baby bottle pop, baby bottle pop. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you, like it was just, you know, a popsicle or not popsicles, like a sucker on the top, but, which always just tasted good. But then you'd get to flip it upside down and dip it in the, the just sugar powder. Mm -hmm. That was all kinds of flavors. That was amazing. I put that kind of right on the same line of ring pops. Ring pops, they were always, mm -hmm. ring pops were always good, but they always, that finger, you were not getting away with that finger not being sticky. You know, oh. your slobber would go down on the little like. Yeah. Uh, Poor parents. The parents that had to deal with our nasty hands. We always had nasty 90s. candies and stuff. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Fun dip. It was kind of like that fun dip yep, type fun thing. Fun dip. Don't snort it. <laughs> <laughs> but we all did, right? 
I never actually did. I've like oh, saw I people. Do, I saw people. I do definitely that. snorted salt. I, I saw you. I just had a repressed <laughs> memory come back that of us being in a Denny's. Oh yeah. And you was it pepper or salt? Salt. And you you yeah you snorted it. Yeah, I did. Or was it you snorted? Or you take a shot of it. Well, taking a shot of it's not a big deal. I snorted. Yeah, it. I think you snorted. Yeah. It. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I snorted oh my god, it. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, that was like that was in the early 2000s. Yeah, that was yeah, it was early 2000s. I think it was like a some kind of youth group church thing. I or think it was that we yeah. were. On. <laughs> yeah, we went to Denny's late like one a.m. after yeah. coming back from something. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, yes, those things remind me again. Push pops. Push pops were huge with like the little clip on it, so it can go in your pocket. Yeah, it just slips in your pocket whenever I, you just need a little little snack. Dennis had to have like been making so much money back then this was all i guarantee this was all products of a uh, big dentist big dental industry <laughs> the big dental industry yeah they're the ones that are like they, they they're the ones propagating the majority of the sugar i'm like having all these memories of old things pop in my head bubble, bubble tape. tape i so i really <laughs> like the sour bubble tape oh yeah they had sour bubble i don't tape. Know, I ever had the sour one i would eat, i just like, had the, the regular whole thing i would take so it all you, out you pull the i mean you pull the little thing out and you just put the end in it and you just go yeah. You just start like sucking it in and it unrolls and the whole thing will just go in there. So you were a heathen if you just like took it out and just bit out the side of it. Oh, I did. With the sour yeah. one, I did specifically. Ugh. I would. I would eat the whole thing like that. And then like my jaw muscles are probably like super sized from that. Mm. Did you ever. I swallowed it. Um, <laughs> did you ever do like the tattoos on fruit roll ups? Uh, we weren't. We were too poor for tat- like fruit roll ups. <laughs> to be honest with you, I know that, that, that like I had most of these. It's candies, like just as much as any of the other. Well, most things, of these yeah. candies I had at other places, right? But it wasn't uncommon to find this stuff, right? I mean, at a yeah, party, certain things. But they, fruit they roll ups. Yeah, fruit, that was like something that you had at home. Yeah, right. Does that make sense? Or was in your? We got candy at home. Candy at home. <laughs> yeah. So that was the stuff that was like in your in your lunch that you brought to school, and I never had that. I never got to have that. Right. Um, you know, speaking of that, do you? I remember one year I, we waited so long to go get my lunchbox. We were living in, in Nebraska for one year, my first grade year. And my dad took me and all I got was like this purple and pink Pocahontas lunchbox. Oh no. <laughs> and so like you're in first grade in the nineties and people are like, why is your, why is your lunchbox? You know, I had my like, it had like the thermos with Pocahontas on oh, it, you know? Oh, no. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, it, no. it makes you a tough kid. Cause you gotta be like, like, uh, it was the last one. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> it's all I got. Not that there's any problem with like people having pink or purple. Like those are cool colors. I no. like purple to be honest with you, but oh, yeah. it's just one of those things in like the nineties. And if you had pink on like pink was like there, there was a very, you know, pink was pink for a reason and blue right. was blue for a reason and near yeah. the twain shall meet. And yeah, I, uh, indeed I had a hard time with that. Did you have any other uh, favorite toys anything that like, wasn't like video games, but like particular toys and stuff? So action figure wise, the core C-O-R-P-S oh, yeah. series, that was my favorite. I had some of, of those. G.I. Joe. I, I remember wanting to collect those. There was actually specific ones that I wanted. Um, and I had a decent amount of those, especially the early ones. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a ton of that. I had some over the time, but most of my action figure stuff were all, you know, the the superhero things, the Batmans, the Spider-Mans. I had, I had like two Batmans. 
And one of them was like a I had like lava four different, had four different Batmans. <laughs> yeah. And they weren't like articulated that well. And that's why I hate about the core soldiers is like they had like the cool articulation. They had, so yeah, you they could, had joints like with their elbows and, and like their shoulders the could, shoulders could go could in and out. And stuff. The, 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 so you could pose them, you know, in prone down, you know, with the rifle and stuff. But the problem was yeah. is their hands, because it was hard plastic, the thumbs would break off. Yep. Very frequently. And so then I was just like, especially when they came out with the Space Core series where they had oh, those, yeah. I'd be like, okay, they just got wrist blasters. <laughs> and that was like, okay, well, I don't have to worry about this now. But I remember there was several. I remember like uh, Buzzsaw was one. Mm. Colonel, I think there was something, O'Grady was one of them. Um, I had one. I really liked the ones that had like the cool berets and stuff. Yeah, the, uh, those, those guys were, were cool. Yeah, I had, I had cool. a ton of action figures. I had that, like some X-Men, which were cool. And then, you know, I had I had a ton of Transformers. Yeah. Especially like we had mentioned, you know, again, in an early episode that I had the Beast Wars Ooh. Transformers. Those were awesome. And I had like the big cheetah and I had the gorilla and all those things. I had I had this. So whenever they did the Cybertron, like whenever they so they had Beast Wars. Mm-hmm. Right. And then they, they went to back to Cybertron or something similar. Because I remember Optimus Prime was still a monkey man he was still ape fella yeah but then he had like a surfboard that you could like so i remember his feet Uh. would turn into a surfboard and he had like metallic armor on oh yeah so that was definitely one of the ones i had that was probably the only beast wars one that i had right yeah i had and then i had like i don't know how many power rangers i had yeah i had like the original set where you would press the button and their head would flip oh. from just like their human head to the, the helmet. I never had that, but I had, I had buddies that would, oh, and yeah. I was so yeah, jealous. I had the whole set of those. Well, I had tan and green army men. And then, then you guys that had that, I was like, Oh, that's oh, yeah. you, you, you have the, you have the, there was the cool army men that had the little plastic parachute on oh, the strings that you just yeah. throw up in the air yes. and he would still just crash to the ground fast, yes. but a little slower. And you're like, well, look at him go. That was fun. That was yeah. a lot of fun. But yeah, power Rangers were where that. Cause then I had, like the, you know, the individual Megazord parts and then you can combine them Ooh. and stuff, which was so awesome. I remember one year, I think it was for my ninth birthday, something like that. We, I was really into orange. I had an orange birthday cake, I think. Mm. And we had a home party with a couple people from church because we were poor people. And my dad had bought my, they had purchased me a styrofoam plane, a cool like styrofoam plane, oh, like yeah. a glider. Oh yeah, yeah put it together going into the backyard. I throw it. It goes really far. Another kid throws it. goes really far. A third kid. Oh no. This third kid. Oh oh, no. This third kid comes in, does like a running throw, throws it like an absolute goober. It goes up in the, it goes up in the air, makes a loop, comes back down, breaks. Yep. And that was it. That was it for my cool toy. That's the thing. A lot of those toys back then is, you know, they would break easy and it's broken. You're like, well, that, that done. you're done your parents weren't getting you another one yeah no my dad or if I'm, you had a kite that you kind of crashed and it just kind of snapped or got tangled up nope you're done you're just throwing it away yep i had a a big c-130 airplane mm. with like guns on it it with was the, with uh, the back open up the back opened up stuff. and there was a side door in it yep. it was really cool right one of the coolest toys i probably ever had i got it for christmas the next morning guess who left it out and their dad, who has fifth, size 15, my dad wears a size 15 shoe. Jesus. Steps on the wing and breaks it on half. Oh. Doesn't get glued back together. So instead, that toy, which was so awesome, got reserved for like a, it was a crash, ba- battle damage toy. Battle damage crashed aircraft that <laughs> oh, I would just no. be playing with all the time. See, for me, like I had, when I got into some electronic, like I had this one Power Rangers toy. I don't remember what series it was from, but it was like this shoulder mounted, like blaster thing. 
that had this tray you could pull out the back and it had their little power orbs of all five of them, the different colors. You would put them in there and you could slide, you know, that was them, you know, in the show, the one ranger would have it down and then the other ones would, you know, do their maneuvers up and put their power orb in and the next one put theirs and then they slide it in and it'd charge up and have this big blast. But it would, you know, make the charging sound and make a shooting sound. But he had the thing. But me being the kid who wanted to know how stuff works. You took it apart. I took it apart. Yeah. I did that with a lot of things. I took it all apart and had it down to the, and I thought I was so like scientific and smart, like <laughs> looking at the, the motherboard and all these things. And then it's, you're Hacker done. Man. Yeah. And you're there at the end. And then you realize, well, I'm never playing with this again because <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to put it back together. Yeah. yeah. I, I did that with a lot of stuff. I had this really cool orange gun that had a pump on it. And mm. I remember like if you turned it on, like if I had batteries in it and you pumped, like you would pump it once and then you would shoot it in dark. It was like the super bright blue flash. Oh. And it had like these like little orange screw on things that kind of look like, you know, electricity things that would go around the, like this circle around it. And I think like if you did had that now, you probably couldn't do it because it would be like a seizure thing. Right. Oh, there were so many toys too that they were like just these little wand things that just had a button you would press and it had like a globe gyroscope thing that would just spin Mm -hmm. super fast and just light up every possible color that exists. And you just sit there and stare at it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You go in the bathroom and close the door and then light it up and it's just like a a rave inside the bathroom. Yeah, that was that was a good time. Uh, There was a lot of those that were that were like that or you unregulated just, toys is where it's at <laughs> unregulated toys yes if when when unregulated when when toys are regulated only the i can't remember what is it <laughs> when toys are outlawed only the outlaws will have toys all <laughs> uh, right yeah. uh, did you ever have any beanie babies did you ever get into that whole craze well, like i said too poor right so oh, i never right. had it right like we were, i could see that we were yeah. too poor so it was like i think my fourth grade year we bought one that was because ours was a Panther. Our logo for our school was a Panther. Not that we had any sports teams, but yeah. it was like the Union I, Valley I had Panthers. that Beanie Baby was the, the Panther we, one. Ours was a green one. So oh. we got a green one. I remember, you know, it had the tail with like a wire in it. Yeah. And of course, people started folding it between the legs, you know, because you're in fourth grade. And it's right. just hilarious. The funniest. But I remember that was one of the only ones I had. And I think I probably copped a couple. Mm. It was the same thing with Pokemon, right? Mm. So Pokemon never, ha- I never bought a card set ever. Oh, wow. But people would be like, I don't want this Diglett. And so I would get their, <laughs> I would get their di- like I had like a Diglett and a Dig Trio and then maybe like one of those Doug birds. Trio. Doug Trio and a pigeon. Pidgeotto or whatever. <laughs> Pidgey? Pidgey. Pidgey. Pidgeotto. Pidgeotto. Pidgeot. I, yeah, between me and my sister, we had like every beanie baby that existed. I believe that. My, my grandma would, you know, when we would go stay with her, she would just go out and we'd did you get us whatever we wanted? Do you remember seeing the video of the parents getting a divorce? I was going to mention that next. And they, was, they are, they, they are divided, they have a big pile in the middle and they're taking turns in court in front of the judge, picking which ones they get to we keep. We used to be a proper country. We right. used to be a real country. That's how country. you settled your debates. <laughs> that was the United States. You yes. take turns picking which beanie babies you want to keep. But, and, and a pro tip for the beanie babies that... You know, of course, they're all going to be worth something someday. So you have to have the little plastic protector that yes. goes around the tag. Yeah, you couldn't take those Do off. Not, if you take the tag off, oh my gosh. It was the end of the world. You are, oh, you've messed up. Isn't it funny? This is a thing that was like universally decided upon by yeah. like everybody. Like well, you, well, that's you are a, a psychopath. If you had a Beanie Baby without well, the little now thing Now it's not in mint condition. It's just, it's just a stuffed little used toy. Yeah. 
If you don't have that little thing on there, it's so funny that you don't know you if it's a real baby. Thirteen baby. hours apart, yep. and everybody knew that. Everybody knew it was the exact same thing. Oh yeah, yeah. So the video is they're in the court, they're separating it amongst each other. They're both in their nineties garb, and they both think that these things are going to be worth like a fortune someday. You yep. know, worth <laughs> enough that it is worth like splitting them in court. Beanie baby coin. Just saying, beanie baby coin. Oh, let's start. At, hey, we, Beanie Baby. Uh, um, what, what was the other fad that came and went? Oh, which one? A, a fake internet. Furbies? No, oh. just recently. The uh, oh my gosh. Oh, Beanie Baby. Uh, uh, what is those? Right. The the, the ape of the, the apes. The bored the, apes. The bored apes or whatever. That was so stupid. The um, NFTs. NFTs. A Beanie Baby NFT. Yeah. That we need to bring that back. But it has to have the tag on it. Yeah, it has that up in the corner. That's how you know it's a, a real NFT, is oh. it? Was that like the NFT for the Beanie Babies? Is it had the tag on it? That just what I think so. legitimized it as being a real I think thing. so. Yeah. That was the first NFT with Beanie Baby tags. Yeah. I had one Furby. Oh, yeah, we had a Furby. My great-grandma, we got her one as a joke one day, but she would sit and talk to it. Like, she loved that thing. She would sit and talk to it at home by herself because <laughs> she lived by herself. Okie dokie. But she would always call it her Frisbee. That's all. That's funny. <laughs> I'd sit there and talk to my frisbee. You just push his tongue down and feed it. You can overfeed it, right? No, I mean, that you're thinking of. You're thinking of. There was a another. Uh, back in the day, there was like a little coin bank thing that he had a little hand that looked kind of like. Not the mission. It looked kind of like a Furby, but just had a hand that you would put a coin on and you, know, you push it down, and his mouth would hinge open, and he'd throw it in nah, his mouth. No, 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 no. You this, couldn't feed Furbies. Buddy, they were just a robot. I could put, you push the tongue down. I remember I could push the tongue down on something. Mm. I pushed the tongue down on something. And it would make a noise and it would like close. Maybe the head. noise was it breaking because you're shoving coins down this <laughs> toy's mouth when you're not supposed to. Take these Monopoly money. <laughs> Eat it. Um, though, and I had one Tamagotchi. Oh, yeah. And well, let's, hey, let's, ha- let's have a moment of silence with some Sarah McLaughlin in the background. Josh, can you do that in post? And um, <laughs> for all the lost all beanie the, babies, for all the lost Tamagotchis out there. Oh, no Tamagotchis, yeah, for all the lost Tamagotchis, all the lost that, beanie that, babies too. That there's so many Tamagotchis just in the landfill somewhere waiting to be fed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or they're still in their egg waiting to hatch. Yeah, wait till the AI overlords get a hold of that. Right. Hey, call back to our last episode. Yeah, but uh, Tamagotchis have made a comeback. Like they have a little bit of heaven. Oh, for the big, like there's, you can get, there's tons of them. There's different sizes and you can get big ones. You can get like little tiny ones for your keychains. that they're, they've made a huge resurgence here lately. There's been like a lot of like, kind of like eight bit things like a uh, Stardew Valley, right. Is a kind of like a low, I mean, it's like a lower yeah. graphics with like, it would almost fit into the, well, it has that, yeah, that old style style look kind of graphics. It, it's very yeah. popular. So a lot of those, yeah, like 16 bit, 32 bit games, or you know, but those kind of and the thing about that is that, that art style it never really goes out of style, like no. because it's not like high fidelity graphics, so it doesn't the graphics don't ever look bad because it's just a classic style. Did you ever have slammers? Or I'm sorry, pogs. Pogs? No, I never had a pog. Oh, I remember we had we had like we had a ton of pogs and had the little tubes that they would come in and then. But and pogs were cool, and they just had like the most. I don't even know how they got like the copyright to put on some of these images because most of them were like legitimate copyrighted images. I don't know how they got the rights to do that, but then you'd have the slammers, which were the hard metal ones. Oh, and those were cool, and those were what you know people would trade in school and stuff. You you trade different like awesome metal slammers. 
I had the cool like rubber balls that you could just launch into orbit if you bounce. Oh, they're them. like super bouncy balls. Yeah, that you would you like never you just, see you those would, anymore. You would drop it and it would bounce just as high as your head. But then like I remember all of this like you just get on a patch of concrete and then just slam that thing as hard as you could oh, yeah. and see how high it went. You never get it back. That thing was good for like three times. Do, do, do you remember those? Did you ever have those little? It was just like a little dome that you would invert. Oh, and yes. then sit down and you would wait and then it would just pop, pop back and it would, it would go like flying up go in the flying. air too. What were those called? Can you imagine that. like, you know, have you ever watched Shark Tank? Can you imagine like <laughs> the Shark Tank from the 90s? For that? Oh, wow. <laughs> Be like, hey, it's Listen. a ball. It bounces really good. It bounces really high. It bounces Kids really gotta high. Keep, they got to keep buying them. We put them in a 99. Listen, I got, I got, you heard of a bouncy ball, right? You know about a bouncy ball. Listen, this super bouncy ball. Super <laughs> <laughs> You aren't even ready. It's it's like a bouncy ball. Take my money. But it's super. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a man, what a fun time. That yeah, was. Like, yeah, I miss I, I do miss the nineties. It is nice. And, to and being a kid in that too, like obviously yeah, the carefree life and like, you know, the thought of, you know, it's summer, you got nothing to do but play with all this stuff mm-hmm. and eat all this candy. Yeah. Go to these go to Pizza Hut and have dinner. Oh. Yes. Drink out of those red cups. Delicious. Yes. And we didn't even get into like, yeah, like movies or TV shows. What was your favorite like TV? I mean, all back again, Power Rangers Obviously. was like the thing. Ninja Turtles. Were pretty good. X-Men, you know, all those animated stuff. Batman, the animated series. Oh, yeah. Spider-Man. S- Spider-Man, the animated Spider- series. So the Amazing yeah. Spider-Man was one of those shows that I watched early on. And I know I watched every single episode of. Oh, yeah. And that was like very early on for me where I was like, man, I really, really love this. Another thing that I liked a lot and I know I watched every episode was Boy Meets World. So, see, I, I hated Boy Meets World. Did you really? I hated a lot of those kind of sitcom no. family show things. You yeah. did, so, okay, hold on. Let I get, liked Family Matters. Okay, Family Matters is up there, yeah. right? Carl Winslow. Got Carl Winslow, he, the, your TV show dad. Yep, that's right. You know, he was awesome. And then the particularly my favorite episode ever was... Thormer has a heart attack? What? Oh, never mind. I don't Sorry. remember that. No, uh, Urkel. He had he had built this machine where he could he, he used the machine to turn into Stefan. But there's one episode where he's getting beat up on and all this stuff. And I think whatever the the daughter's name that he like had a crush on yeah. was getting beat on on or something. Uh, Ashley. I, I don't I don't know. But he went in there and he turned into Bruce Lee. Oh. And he just like kicked a bunch of people's butts. And I remember seeing that like when it aired, and I was. I was like flat because I was like, I had a fan of Bruce Lee even then. Yeah. And so he turned into freaking Bruce Lee and like beat up a bunch of people. And I was like, that was awesome. Yeah. He just transformed into Bruce Lee. So that was, uh, that was like the, the only memorable Full House or uh, Full House. That's another one. <laughs> a Family Matters episode that I uh, remember. I didn't really care for Full House as much. I, I remember I remember, like remember watching it a lot, but either. I don't, it, like that was one of those that I watched. Like, it was just on TV. So the Olsen twins were like, like I never had a crush on them as a kid, but they were just no. like, they were just pop. It was, they were just in your face everywhere. They were very much stars. Yeah. Um, then you have, um, what about home improvement? Oh, home improvement was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was, I, I saw a commercial earlier. It was like talking about like, it was like, <laughs> but you know what I hated was, you know, as a little chubby kid that wore Husky jeans and all the girls were in love with Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. And he was the stud. For a while, I had this real seething hatred towards any male child stars that were hotter than me because <laughs> I was just like, I was like, it's not fair that I'm, why is Jonathan Taylor Thomas pretty and I'm not? And right. it's just the way it works, baby. Yeah, he's but a movie star. He's a movie star. Yeah, exactly. And I remember there was 
it was like showing him, I guess there was like an episode where they were trying to find out if he had cancer or not. And you had to wait a whole week. I just saw a clip of that as I was like researching for this episode. I, I saw that clip come up. And, and it was like, like, remember this epi- the episode, that, you know, everyone. New York Times calls it a heartwarming yeah. family piece, you know? And I was like, oh, I don't even remember that one. <laughs> yeah, I didn't you remember that being a thing. But did you know Tim Allen was like, is like a convicted um, cocaine distributor? <laughs> okay, that took a turn. Did you know that? <laughs> that escalated quickly. Did you know that? He got caught with like he got caught with like a kilo of coke what? or something like that. And he's like a convicted felon. Like that's the reason why. Yeah, he's like a convicted felon from what was what was the the, the fence guys? Uh, oh, uh, uh, Al uh, Will, mm, Wilson. Wilson, yeah, Wilson. He it was he was in on it. Probably so. Wilson provide. He was his dealer, <laughs> dude. I loved. I, well, Wilson's funny. I I like Wilson's persona a lot. I'm glad that they. they I don't think they ever showed his face. Yeah, they did. did. That, that, that very, was that was one of the things at the end. Yeah, the very when last the, when the show was coming to an end. They yeah he like Clever. came out and like everybody like freaked out Clever. about and it. And it was always cool. Like you know, open the museum and there'd always be something in his face. And then, you know, yep. some of the stuff that Tim Allen would say hilarious i al borland al borland he's always the perfect sidekick oh al was great do you remember do you remember when mark went through his emo phase on i don't home improvement he no. with like a dog collar and like black shirts oh. and stuff and then like that nice. was classic like seventh heaven like just so oh, bad you hated know that show too it was bad uh buffy the vampire slayer was like we had some pretty cool stuff. I never watched. I was never, you know. Like, I never got into it too much, but it was one of those. Like, it was one of those first kind of, you know, like uh, that had anything that had any monsters in it. Mm. Like some some person, some agent of some kind, killer monsters. Yeah, there's a thousand of them now, but that was one of the leading ones, like but, a blade or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And of course, I can't. That leads me straight into, and I'd be reminisced not to mention X Files. Oh yeah. Like yeah, again, that theme song gave me nightmares as a kid. But my that was one of my both my parents. That was like their favorite show. That's awesome back then it was it that was the show that they were into to watch uh i don't know who my parents show was my dad's supposed to play football and my mom's was probably like something like anne of green gables or something like that right i remember we had green like, acres well we had I remember having like the anne of green gables like like double vhs you, you know like just yeah most boring thing in the world there's another show that uh, as another i know was my, one of my mom's favorites was called the pretender Ooh, I, don't I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but it was, it was, again, he was another like, uh, kind of agent dude that he's, his specialty was just that he could, you know, pretend to be anybody like he, as a kind of disguise kind of, he could disguise himself <laughs> and play any role in any situation to kind of accomplish any mission. <laughs> That's what's funny is like, it's pretender, not like that, like, you know, the disguise is all artists. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, he's like. He's like, I'm, I'm Ben Affleck now. And they're like, you're You're like, whoa, it's Ben Affleck. I'm pretending guys. (laughs) I'm just pretending. Oh, sorry, mom. Uh, Walker, Texas Ranger. Oh my huge. gosh. Like that said, was huge. amazing. Because well, I was kind of restricted to whatever was on CBS, ABC and NBC. We're like, cause that was like your main three free channels that you got. Right. <laughs> I'm just thinking of Haley Joel Osment. So there's a scene, there's a scene in one of them where Haley Joel Osment is a, um, he is a guest star. Right? Yes. And there's this whole thing. And it was like, it was a, there was a very big push for like AIDS recognition at the time. Mm. And so you had Haley Joel Osment as this child actor, you know, and he, they they pull up in this very serious scene. It's near the end of it, 
and Walker, you know, Chuck well, Norris. The older guy's like, well, howdy, partner. He's like, it's little yeah. whatever now. Yeah. And he's like, uh, little uh, something because he's, he's, he's like the, the Native Americans give him oh, this yeah. name. And yeah. it's so cringy. Little it's, villager now or something like yes, that. It means little villager. And, yeah. and he's like, well, I'll be danged. And, and there's like this, the, you get that background music for a second and there's a pause, just a pause of silence five seconds and G- G- Haley joel osmond's like walker told me i have eight <laughs> it's just so out of the blue when it's out of context and it's there's a great youtube video that i'll i'll link in the show notes that of a um keyboard name of play me a play them off keyboard cat yes it's paired up with that Excellent. We we cried ourselves laughing to that back in the day. Yes, we I'll, did. That'll be in the show notes on uh, geekETCpod.com underneath the episode. Check out the full show notes to right. everything we're talking about. You'll see that this on is our gonna be, I was already thinking this episode is going to be crazy with the show notes. Yes. Ooh. Um, so, okay. So those are my, some of my favorite shows. What, I'm trying yeah. to think. I didn't I remember a lot of really cool movies. I mean, most that. of the movies were like Disney movies. Lion King, yes. Aladdin, you know, uh, Flubber. I always thought Flubber was an awesome movie. Mm-hmm. Right. I had the book for Flubber, but never really got to watch the movie. Oh, it, it was it was a good one for sure. I mean, one of my favorites, not to be repetitive, the Power Rangers movie. The first one with the with that with the Falcon that with, turns his with, wings in the missiles. Yeah, they went and had their they got the the Ninjago or not the Ninjago. That's like a Lego thing, <laughs> <laughs> but they got their ninja uh, powers because like yeah. they lost the power to the regular dino sword right. power That's coins, right. and then they went to that other planet and had the like the Amazon girl, whatever her name was, take her down to the oh the Ninjetti, the power of the Ninjetti, oh, and then yeah the White Ranger play. He had the the Falcon Zord, and there was the frog and the uh, bear and the crane and. All the other ones, and then they fought Ivan Ooze. Oh yeah, Ivan Ooze was an awesome bad guy because he came and it was like, like there was Lord Zed and Reed Repulse. They were the evil thing. He just came, he's like, Psh, you guys are nothing, and just like locks him in a snow globe. That's like, right. You know, off with you. I'm rolling. Y'all are nothing. Yeah, and just locked him in a snow globe like they were nothing, and then like mind enslaved the entire adult population, and then to take control of the kids. But yeah, that one, and then that one again. Yeah, it had like all had Red Hot Chili Peppers music. It had Van Halen as the credits theme song at the end. It was awesome. It was so cool. Well, the Falcon, that's the one where the Falcon turns his he, wings. He wings in and shoots remember. the missiles out. That's all I remember. I remember kids had the toy and I was always I so had the jealous. Toy. I bet you did. I had the, the whole thing and, and the, uh, the Falcon could latch onto the back of the Megazord and you had the whole yes. thing. Yeah, I remember that. I remember you. Yeah. I remember the kid just like you that had that. And I was I was like, I, my, the, the bottom of my tan army man came off. I can't <laughs> it'll stand up. The now. little platform base the little that platform, they sat on. Yeah. yeah, that would break off. That was, that was a terrible time. I, um, I'm trying to think of like any good, like movies from back then that really got me. I mean, there's so many that I saw, obviously mm-hmm. like Toy Story was out of this world. Amazing. Back oh yeah. Then. That kicked off the, you know, Pixar, the animation, the crazy stuff. animation, uh, from them. Um, yeah. Going back a little bit earlier though. And this is one of those things I think seems universal. I want to know if you had it. Here. Did you guys have parachutes in the gym? Oh, like think, yeah. So, uh, Going back to, yeah, like gym activities of the 90s, yeah, that was one of the, the I feel like I only remember it happening a couple times, but when it did, but those were the most exciting gym classes when you have the giant rainbow parachute and everybody grabbed a corner and you flipped it up and then a couple people got to run through it. Yes. Yeah, that or was. sit down, like you would put your butt on it to hold it down and you have like this big dome for a second. That was so much fun. What was going on? 
with our education system, they're like, <laughs> like that. Everybody across the board was like, "Hey, let's get these parachutes." Let's not like actually have them do exercises to stay healthy and fit and everything. Let's just just play with a parachute. Well, we have to do that too. I feel like remember. Well, mm-hmm. remember this, right? This is like one of the most dog eat time. You know, dog eat dog. Hey, of course, you had dodgeball, right? Which I I never played a game of dodgeball. What? We we didn't oh, have that. Oh man, and you're like, a little four eyes kid too. We would have <laughs> laid into you. I didn't you. have glasses back then. Oh, did you not? I didn't get glasses till I took driver's ed and realized I couldn't see. <laughs> <laughs> I looked in the little device to read the signs, and I was like, I can't read anything. I didn't know that. And they're like. <gasps> Well, we got news for you. And then I put glasses on. I'm like, oh, this is what it's like to see. Whole had new no world. idea. Uh, um, speaking of nineties. Uh, do, uh, do you remember the scooters? I was, I was getting ready to mention next. They had just, yeah, it was like a little square that had two handles and four wheels on it. And, and you were getting your, either your knees scraped on the floor or your fingers rolled over. Your fingers were going to get busted. Or you were going to go so fast. You were just going to slam into a wall. So for our overseas listeners, cause right now we're just, you guys are getting a whole info dump. Oh, for yeah. the for the for the American experience, so the they they did they were like a, they were a little square had two little plastic handles attached to it, mm-hmm. and you would sit down on your butt or rolling or on like your belly. rolling your stomach, yeah. And they had just like little like shopping cart wheels, small, yeah, just like little casters, little little small caster things. wheels on it. And we were we would roll around. You couldn't. You had to have gym shoes on, but for some reason we would roll around on that gym floor and probably eat it up with those oh. stupid scooters. Oh yeah, they were scratched to pieces. I'm sure. Yes, and you would. You know, there was different colors of them, mm-hmm. and then yeah, your fingers would be just mauled to death. Yeah, your knuckles and your stuff would just be all. They would be torn to pieces. Yes. Yes. It was. And again, that's another thing that. No matter where you were at, it was synonymous that everyone had that same experience. Same experience in elementary school. And like the yeah. recorder, you know, like everybody had a recorder. Oh, yeah, recorder music hot class. Hot cross buns, right? <laughs> <laughs> I learned to play hot cross buns for some reason. Like, uh. show me. <laughs> I wonder if there was like anybody that like that kicked off their musical interest and they only stuck with recorders for the rest of their life. I wonder Kyle if Kyle Gass from Tenacious D. Oh, really? Dude, he will kill the recorder. Will he really? Oh, okay. yes. He can lay down that in like a flute. He'll lay down some flute tracks. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. I have to show you a video later of him playing the recorder. It's sick. That is so funny. Yeah, the recorder is is like one of those things where like I remember trying to play it. And can you imagine our parents just in like with their head and like hand on their oh, forehead? Oh, the awful sounds coming just out like of it. The, yeah. Like this horrible. No actual in tune notes at all or yeah. anything. Yep. Yeah, I never, I never mastered that. I bet I could do it. I bet if you gave me a recorder right now, I could do hot cross buns. Really? I bet I could. I'm just, I like just one I, finger. Shame I don't have one. <laughs> I've got like a wall of guitars and basses and amps and stuff, but I don't. No recorders. So you're not a real musician, is what you're saying? Not it. Not if you don't not have fully. a woodwind, baby. You're not a real musician. Well, I guess I got to get one. Yes, it will. Um, yeah, that'd be. God. You got any recommendations on pro recorders? I wonder Let if there's know. somebody that has like, you know, we, we had that one guy that we were a big fan of for a while who had the electric guitar and was like busking in the UK. It was a violin. Ed, sorry, the electric violin. I wonder if there's yeah. somebody out there with an electric flute or electric. Um, sorry, I guess that wouldn't work, but electric, electric woodwind. I don't know electric that electric woodwind. woodwinds work. I don't know. Because it's, it's, you know, powered by wind. Well, what if it blows into like a thing at the bottom of it? And then that like. Are there electric like now I'm thinking like, are there electric saxophones? Yes, there is one. I remember, there's a one with there's a one with um, uh, Jack Black. He's playing it on that oh. one thing, right? That's an electric saxophone, isn't it? The, the, the boomophone. Yeah, the, the saxaboom. Sorry, saxaboom. Yeah, the saxaboom. Is there, that's a toy? But mm, I guess it kind of counts. 
You're not actually playing. It's just pre-recorded notes, but hey, he he plays it. Yeah. Well, a lot of Tenacious D love in this episode. <laughs> there has been. Well, strange. Uh, well, with the Mario movie that just came out. Yeah, I don't know. The, remember, oh. he, plays, he plays Bowser in it. Remember? Oh, yeah, he does play Bowser. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, yeah, I've been singing that stupid Peaches song that he has, where it's like, he just peaches, 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 peaches. I've been singing that, mm. like rolling with people, I'll, like hold them down and like tickle them. Uh, <laughs> I'm singing that song. I don't think people love it, but probably not. It's pr- eh, probably humiliating. It probably is, but I really enjoy It's just, it sticks in your head. And I'm sorry right. if it got stuck in your head right now. Um, That's okay. I'm trying to think. Remember, I will say this too. You remember like animal documentaries from back then? I mean, when so, I think of animal TV show type of things, National I, Geographic. I mean, I think of like Steve Irwin. Well, that or, or like the, Chris, or like the, the Crab Brothers. Brothers, huge. But what, I'm talking about like the National Geographic ones that you'd see in school, or like yeah, you would see on yeah. PBS, like on Nova or whatever. Oh, you're right, right, right. Yeah, PBS did have a lot of that kind of stuff. I, it was always really interesting to me because, like, when I watch it now, like when you watch a current one, like you watch Earth. Or something like that. Planet Earth or one of those things, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, David Attenborough, and it's like, you know, the, the cheetah tries to chase the, you know, he, he does, like, the whole yeah. thing. They never, like, the Predator never wins mm, nowadays. Right, they always get away. They always get away. And now... They didn't back then. They didn't, man, they didn't. It was like, and now we see the lion eating the gazelle. The lions <laughs> love the liver, and, you, like, you'd see him, like, ripping, like, I'm like, what is that? Like, you'd right. like, oh, is that the, you'd have to learn what, like, a that, heart? Like, what is that? What are the, what are the string of sausages? Like, my dad's like, that's, oh, they're that's, intestines. That's intestines. And, and then, like, oh, that's its lungs, you know? And it showed, like, this entire thing of, like, animals, like, just... It, it circle just, of life. It would show them eating the entire thing. And yeah. you don't get that anymore. No. And I'm not saying that the 90s kids are better because of that, but I'm not saying that we weren't either. Right. Because we get, we knew how it worked. Again, that was like, our anatomy class. In, in The Lion King, like, they were dying in there too. That's true. Yeah. Wow. That was, that was a wild, that was, that was just one of those things I was thinking about earlier is like, you know, I'll turn on earth or whatever because it's, it's like a nice background for some reason i'm also obsessed with like whale documentaries <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> i was gonna make a bad joke about you see yourself in them uh, <laughs> but but the whale documentaries are so they're so good because like it's it's underwater it's like that kind of like tranquilness with it and that mm. they're just so cool looking to yeah me. um but they're like and they're like that's the biggest creature on the planet yeah we know of that we know of yeah until yeah, but it's wild watching them. Mm. I, I really, really, really enjoy those. But that, that you watch them, and sure enough, like now the whales will win. They'll eat a seal, but everything mm-hmm. takes place underwater, right? I mean, or, what's going to be a whale though? Well, I'm saying, like, like when do the whales not win? Well, when they get away, like if a penguin gets away, uh, oh, I see you know they get away. Like, every once in a while, the penguins will like, fly back up onto the iceberg or mm-hmm. whatever. But I, I like it when you know, I want the I want the other animals to win sometimes too. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. That took a that took a dark turn at the end of this. A little bit. Talking, we went from Butterfinger BBs to like <laughs> to, to whales eating seals. To whales eating seals and stuff. Oh, yeah. the nineties. <laughs> yeah, and the, I'm kind of excited. You don't of, you don't have to take my word for it. <laughs> oh my god! So you know that's such a crazy. You know, talking about talking about that, right? So we're talking Levar Burton, right? Mm. We're talking Reading Rainbow. All of us grew up with that in the United States. Reading Rainbow. Uh, I was like the only kid because my mom was a Trekkie. Who was like, oh, that's, you know, oh, yeah. what's his face yeah, from yeah. Star Trek New Generation or whatever. And I, like for, for me, it was like both things. Right. 
Yeah, that's why I saw him. I saw him as both things. But most kids, I never got to get to see Star Trek, Star Trek so. folks. Yeah. yeah, no, he was just a reading rainbow guy. And yeah. then I watched Mister Roger Neighborhood. Ooh, very very good. That and Bob Ross, like those were the PBS. I never saw thing. any Bob Ross. Uh, I don't even think it was ever on. Now my wife is a Bob Ross fiend because she's an artist, right? So my wife is like a huge Bob Ross person. I bought her Bob Ross socks and everything in the past, but he streams live on Twitch every single day, twenty four hours. Bob Ross does. There's a Bob Ross Twitch channel that yeah just streams his episodes. Oh, streams his old ones. I can say he's dead. Uh, hell, he's dead. <laughs> he doesn't stream. But what happened with the Large Hadron Collider? We've done that. Right. Why we talked about that so much in this episode? I don't know. Who knows? Maybe we're trying to get like a signal back to you guys. Maybe there's one of you out here that hears the code word that we're putting out and is going to right activate and fix the world. Hmm. Um, head cannon. So. Uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, I used to hate it, then I loved it, then I hated it, then I loved it. Mm, interesting. Because it was so boring. There were some boring times, but then every now and then he'd go to some factory or something, and they're making something, you're like, oh, shoot, I want to see oh, this. Oh, yeah. The, when the history, and the, the, like, that's back then when, like, the History Channel, like, the one year we had cable, I remember, like, when I was, like, seven or eight years old, and the History Channel was the History Channel, and you're, like, learning. I'm just, like, watching D-Day invasions and, like, how it, how things are made, and I'm just, like, oh, right. in awe. Now it's, like, ancient aliens, and, <laughs> which I still like, but... Right. Whew. But a different, different catalog, for sure. Different catalog, 100%. Yep. Oh, man. I feel like we just riffed on so many things, and people are going to be hard following this episode it, it, a little bit. It's, but. it's definitely all over the place, but... You know, that's what happens when right now you're trying to cover a decade. Yeah, we're trying to cover a whole decade. We just want you. This is kind of one of those like, remember when? Remember that? You know, this is like all of us sitting around at a Denny's at one o'clock in the morning after I snorted a shot of salt. Right. And uh, (laughs) drinking vanilla Coke. Oh, my God. And, you know, honestly, we want to hear like if you guys were around in the 90s, you know, some of you are older. Some of you were teenagers then. Some of you are younger. Uh, tell us about your, especially some of our overseas people. I want to hear what like. Yeah, what was the nineties like in some other countries? Yeah, what was the, I, what I, were some I, of your favorite things? What TV shows did you watch? Candies did you eat? Yeah, I tell us about know. them. I'm curious. I am. Yeah, I am too. And and we we mentioned them earlier too. And I, I think I'd be remiss if I didn't mention them again. The nostalgic Latino, hilarious on Instagram. Follow yes. him. I think he's got a TikTok page too. And nineties kids for nineties kid for life. We'll probably uh, reference both of those and stories as well. And for sure, definitely, yeah. We'll, I, we'll have to provide links to all those. I think that'll be like a really, that, that would be, because we're not necessarily a meme page. Every once in a while I try to make something funny on Instagram or you do or vice versa, but I yeah. mean, we're a podcast first and foremost. I mean, funny podcasters, obviously we're hilarious, but we're really interested in it. I want to hear also like, tell us about some of your games or whatever you used to like, um, you know, battleship. Oh God. You know, I'm oh, yeah, like board games, monopolies, all those things. I can see myself now back at the skating rink, you know? Yes. So uh, make sure you guys follow us at Geek ETC Podcast on Instagram, at Geek ETC Podcast on, on Twitter. On you, can follow Twitter. Us there. Uh, you can search on YouTube for us, all one word, Geek ETC Podcast. Subscribe to us on there. You can listen to the podcast on there as well. Um, uh, again, patreon.com slash Geek ETC Podcast. Join the crew. Become a stowaway for just a dollar a month check out some of our stuff Absolutely. we'll have our uh, uh discord up hopefully soon we'll keep you updated on how that's and going make sure you check us out next wednesday when we drop our next episode we release every wednesday as a reminder and yes every wednesday they're available on all the major podcast platforms apple spotify amazon google stitcher quick all of all this stuff yeah anywhere you want to listen to it absolutely and like i said geeks fight better together especially us from the 90s indeed they do 
And uh, always remember to uh, keep geeking out. Josh, this is my song. Hold my surge. I'm getting oh. it back out on the skating rink. Oh, floor. you get all right. My fire, my one desire, believe when I say I want it that way. But we are two worlds apart. Can reach to your heart when you say that I want it that way. Tell me why ain't nothing but a heartache. Tell me why ain't nothing but a mistake. Tell me why I never wanna hear you say. But a mirror Tell me why enough. Hey, hey uh, John, we're we're done. Oh, yeah, we're we're not. We're it's over. Oh, yeah, but my bad. No, it's it's fine. We're we're done. Did you record all that? We, we, yeah, that was that was planned. Wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> Have a good day.